Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, everybody. What's the anniversary, Miguel? This is the one-year anniversary of the Mike Busey Show podcast. And I didn't even know it was. A member told us. Yeah, time has, time has flown. When did you think we started the show? I actually thought we started around September or something like that. Hmm, I don't know. I mean, it feels like it's been like six months. But yeah, ever I'd since go with that. 2020, my whole like bearings on time is fucked. I feel like we're still in 2020 because the bullshit just just kind of ever so gently cruised into the next year. And so we, we all got it one more time. Always got to remind the audience that we got to give props to Steven because this was about a month and a half. Besides the years it was in the making, this was about a month and a half of Steven being like, hey, man, why don't we just make a podcast? And we were like, Steve, we can't make a podcast. We, we'd have to get new curtains for a podcast. And he's like, it's hey, true. man, why don't y'all just make a podcast? We're like, Steve, we can't. This isn't like fucking Chubby Girls. You can't just jump into it, Steven. Okay? And I'm trying like, to remember when the last time I was actively, uh, I don't, they weren't called podcasts when I was doing it, but so I don't know. Uh, when was I actively like doing my, you, I mean, you were part, were you a part of the last, last, the last Sunday shows, shows we were man, doing? Yeah. When you were doing at the house. Well, I don't remember. We was left it, Rachel's, was it Rachel's after the and tour. We went on tour and never did it again. Is that then what happened? We did some house shows like sporadically, but there was no like rhyme or reason for it yeah. because we did them all throughout the house and we do them in different rooms and we'd always ended in the pool and stuff like that. But there was no, it was, it was already, it was like the writer's strike was happening and already I knew like, okay, this thing is just fucking, we're throwing stuff up against the wall now because we had a good format at Rachel's and then by the time we came to the house, we had like a really creative idea that the podcast would exist everywhere in the house, but we didn't have, I honestly tell you, we didn't have the crew to support that vision. Because we leave them alone for 20 minutes, and next thing you know, they were just like, fuck this, I'm going to get high, I don't want to have anything to do with this. Well, I remember uh, when we first came here to Sauce Castle 8, that this room was going to be designated for just this. Yeah. And I remember us doing things in here very quickly, kind of like, even this, we have, there's a stage that we're up on, like about a, I don't know, like 16 inches up. And I recall making this, and it being like, okay, that's where we're going to do the podcast. And then, like, four years later, we didn't do anything still. Yeah. <laughs> Sausage Castle style. Yeah, so... Um, I want to add something right now. I hate this fucking timer that we just put right here in front does, of us. Is it distracting you? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm going to be good. I'm a professional. I can do this. I'm literally looking at it all the time. In between stuff, I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, uh-oh. So we put a really nice timer in there, because usually... One we'll of those fancy-ass timers yeah. you see at a, at, a, at a real, like, professional venue. And, and what I'm doing Countdown. is, like... For no reason, because like in comedy shows, if there's a timer or when I'm on like, so when you're on like morning radio, there'll be timers letting you know when you can do a commercial break. You can miss that. But the thing is, you have to do a certain amount of commercial breaks in an hour on on morning radio or any kind of terrestrial radio. And so I'm looking at it now, expecting to be like, okay, three is 15. I got a couple more. Let's get this in. I want to be good with it. But I really cannot stop focusing on the timer right now. Yeah, it's definitely dead level of our eyes and when you're looking at a timer it seems like seconds are slower than they really are well see now you're not gonna be able to fucking bullshit me and tell me the show's over no but now i'll be able to tell you the show is over mike look how many minutes over the time we are one of the listeners are gonna gladly dm me it'll probably be like jeff or somebody and he'll tell me oh snitching ass jeff he'll be like well mike according to my calculations uh 
Uh, this last year, y'all have shorted us about two hours of podcast. Yeah, and Chef, according to my calculations, you haven't brought any pussy over to the house. You know, well, carry that, the one. That goes for everyone that comes here. <laughs> look, like, so right now, it's, it's the one year anniversary of the podcast. You look at the timer, too. Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> We're both. I'm looking through the timer. Good job, man. I can't. We I are can't. four minutes and 15 seconds into the show. 17. Maybe 18. I'm either I'm going to really suck today or I'm going to be really good. I don't know. I mean, I did play sports, so I was used to, you know, fighting the clock. I don't know, Miguel. We got a lot of clocks, so that's good. I wonder if we're going to do, like, soccer. They keep it running, and then we have, like, penalty time. And I'm not even shit. looking at anyone, the, the four guys that are joined us no, here. No, just the clock I'm now. staring into the clock of soul. The clock is our fucking master now. You it's know those goddess. clocks you see at those fancy churches up in their little production booths and stuff? Mm-hmm. It's like one of those. A big. It looks like an oversized Back to the Future countdown. It, it looks like it would be. Yeah, it looks like the, the fucking DeLorean's clock. Or like it would be strapped to a big-ass bomb. And then we're just like, you know, we got to cut the red wire. And they're all red wires. Yeah. You know? It's definitely my Five minutes. Now. Five minutes into the show. <laughs> Here we go. It's one year anniversary. Yeah, so, so one year anniversary. This clock ruined the show. Yeah, the clock just the whole show is just going to be and now it's five thirteen. Yeah, five fourteen. <laughs> All right, so check it out though. It is our one year anniversary show, and I want to ask you one. What are we doing? Are we going to do something special tonight? Well, yeah, let's go out. Let's uh, uh, while out on a Tuesday night. What would you? Okay, so it's a one year anniversary though. I didn't expect us to do. A year as solid as we did, to be honest. I thought there were going to be a lot of oh, missions. I thought we were going to, like, we only, well, we only took, like, a couple weeks off. I think four weeks in a year altogether have been off. There's some weeks that have been late, but altogether it was like the, the Christmas holiday weeks were gone. Uh, and then, like, one week after, I think it was after D pick, we were like, no, nah, yeah, nobody can do this after D pick. Uh, Which is drunk people in costumes. If, yeah, if you're not aware, drunk of people in costumes was one of those where it was like, "Are we going to do the podcast on Wednesday instead?" And it was like, "We're never going to do the podcast again." My fucking voice is gone. I'm, I'm beat. But we one year into the podcast, um, you're hot as balls right now. I don't yeah, know. the audience needs to know. One year later, we still can't figure out this. Fucking we figured AC out shit. the AC. We just haven't pulled the trigger on it. This isn't a can't figure out situation. We have the answer to this situation. And it's just lots of work and money to get the AC units uh, going. Maybe we can pawn some of these uh, expensive sequence curtains and get a, a, a fucking... What's the unit we need? We need uh, a split... Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, what is it called, guys? Mini split. mini split. If anyone has a mini split laying around, I don't know what the fuck that is, um, but we need it. I think we need to get rid of the fucking uh, the bodega grocery store Watch refrigerator in the back. fucking mouth. I say we take it to the arena. I say we take it to the arena so that all the food for the events are Well, there. now there's been... Because uh, nobody lives here. That well, was that was well, the fridge for when people lived here. Yeah, and now they're all coming back slowly but surely. The the, the girls' coop. There's like four girls living in, in the girls' room right now. Nobody in the girls' coop lives here officially. They just stay here. We wonder who they are, how long they're going to stay. We got some old school girls living here and then some new school girls. And sometimes the I, I feel like the old school girls will corrupt the new ones. And you feel like you're like, don't be hanging out with her. She's gonna fucking, she's gonna ruin you. You'll well, never, make, you'll never make it a year here, girl. What happens is, man, when girls move into the coop, yeah, they all become best friends. It's such bullshit. Girls like, like, if, did you guys ever watch sixty? Was it called Sixty Days Locked Up, or what was that show called? Yeah, if you ever watched the male prison versus the girl prison, this is how it was. Male prison, it was like I got fight for my fucking life. Anybody steals my shit, they're going down. These guards are whooping my ass. Girl prison was like, you're my best friend, you're my best friend. And then they're like, 
I hate this bitch. Oh yeah, it's it's like that every time. Yeah, gr- girls are treacherous with one another, whereas guys. We are can just totally talk shit because we know they're not listening to this shit. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I feel like I feel like I know what they're not doing. I know they're not listening. I know they're not cleaning. I know they're not contributing. Yeah, I know that they're fucking just fucking just staying fucked up, and then they're like, "I made some OnlyFans content." We're like, D- "Did you make any content for us?" Because we're a content company. No, I made OnlyFans content, but I used your shit. I used your masks in, in your pool. Here's your dildo back. Yeah. It's covered in, in my fucking juice. What I love is what you guys don't know is when coop girls, uh, there's all types of coop girls. There's coop girls who are fucking three days here and they're a blast. There's coop girls who like just show up. There's coop girls who show up after like a party. When he says coop, we have like a room that's like a, it's like the bad girls club. Yeah. It's like a bunch of bunk beds, vanity mirrors, and a poor fucking bathroom that's just like, I, I, they they said a girl. The they, they said a girl at last party pulled an anal plug out of her in that bathroom and just Duke poured out of her. They don't say. Uh, I think there's video documentation of it. Speaking of video documentation, uh, the Fourth of July party video is uh, going to be dropping hopefully tomorrow. Hey, also explain to people because I've had this conversation with other people. People are like, why does it take so long for these videos? Let me kind of set it up. First of all, when we're having a members weekend. Pretty much 24 hours, cameras are rolling. Yeah. So we're, we're, it's not like, oh, we got an event, we got this event, we got an hour, an hour. So after like a, a member's weekend, you're talking about about 72 hours of camera footage between two different cameramen and then Mike's phone, Courtney's phone, some of our phones, all compiled together. And then when the guys get done, let's say they get at Monday, nobody can really work doing editing or anything. Everybody just helps clean up the house a little bit and then scatters off for a day. Because everybody I just beat. I wouldn't use that word everybody so uh, loosely. I'd yeah. say everybody who gets paid here does something by Monday usually. The, 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 the people living in closets and shit like that, they don't do anything Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But uh, I, I say people that like Poop Boy, he'll, he'll actually be out there helping me uh, working. And, well, uh, a lot of times, fair enough, though, the rest of the guys leave like early that morning, you know? So, like, you're going to bed around 9 o'clock in the morning because you It's my up. secret. If I ever want to get rid of somebody, I'm like, hey, who wants to help me? Um, they're like, ooh. And they all, like, start. You hear their car ignition. Hey, see you later, Mike. Woo. Yeah, because usually like, in the mornings, like, by, like, like, I saw Doug leave last time, like, 7 a.m., uh, on Monday morning, he was leaving the bus. So Doug Roberts, the amazing guitar player, my my fucking dear friend, he's been painting the ceilings here, and we're painting like the old house, uh, sky blue, and we're gonna be putting fluffy clouds everywhere, and I got a cool other, some other cool little art installation ideas, and uh, I think he's almost successfully painted the entire downstairs, except like the other like side rooms and shit, like the main living room and the kitchen area it's a it's a beautiful blue and now i'm disgusted by the sight of the white ceilings that i lived in for so long and i feel like now it is slowly but surely about to officially become like the ambiance except it doesn't look like a heroin addict vincent van gogh paint artist because um that's what that last house looked like yeah it was like a guy that was basically doing the last house heroin the last frog. house looked like you needed a tetanus shot and a COVID vaccine before we knew what COVID was. It's like a dive bar and a heroin junkie had arts and crafts no, for ten it, years. It, it's like the 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 bar from dusk till dawn, and a putt putt fun house fucked, and they had a stillborn baby, and we still tried to make it work. And somehow it got stuck in the drywall, and you couldn't find it. Yeah. So no matter how hard I cleaned that house, I would literally take pull uh pool chlorine jugs 
And when I would get like mad because everyone was dirty, I would start like basically making bombs, and I would be putting ammonia and chlorine together, and that shit actually starts to smoke. It looks like this. Well, I remember one time, it's so, like mustard gas, basically. Casey, the lesbian, came out of the treehouse. She goes, "Who? Who's got? What, is someone got a fog machine in the bathroom? Ammonia and bleach doesn't clean more. It just creates a poison." Listen, I fucked up, and I did it one time a little too crazy. And I would literally just start pouring bleach onto the floor, like chlorine. Not like bleach, but pool chlorine. And uh, one time I, I I had to go through like a backdraft cloud of uh, poisonous <laughs> gases. And I fucking took a whiff because I couldn't hold my breath that long. I go, <gasps> and I could feel it like Agent Orange. Yeah. Like It felt like I fucking was literally my, inside of my fucking yeah, it's esophagus gas, was burning. Man. It was yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's what they used to use in World War One in the trenches, mustard gas. Like a, for like a month, I still felt a little weird like when I was like swallowing. But yeah, the house <laughs> got clean as fuck. But no matter what I did, he still it always had that aroma. I don't know if it was all the Richard Porker, uh, our pig, that was pissing like on the baseboards and like trying to chew the drywall. Could have been. Who knows? Yeah, it was definitely... That house. What's the most like moment? Shit. What's the most like? Oh my god, this is fucking never gonna get clean. Moment you remember from that house? Well, when me and inmate Art blew up the toilet uh, in the living room on top of the pool table, that was a stupid idea, and uh, it took about a day and a half before the porcelain uh, residue, like there was like a, it blew up to where it was like a chalk like floating in the sky, and that also was really bad. <laughs> That's some people lungs. breathing in, yeah. Yeah, and then like uh, you've got like minor tore. lungs. Like if they look, they're yeah. like Michael. Looks like you got the black lung, boy. Yeah, it, it had like I would. We would find just. I would find so much. If you ever came over and we were moving furniture around, there was like this uh, big old school TV, like the big screen TVs that wheel around on the floor. Like the bottom parts, like the speaker. Yeah. And it was like a fucking, it looked like a, a pallet, like a yeah. four by four TV. Big fucking floor model, what they call a projection TV. Yeah. And we had it up in the air built on this like a uh, platform that was hidden by this booth that was given to me by one of the DuPonts. Long story. And I've had it forever. And um, I had a little hole back there. I would throw all my random ass shit when I was like cleaning. If I saw someone's clothes or shoes or there was sometimes I would dust the floor and I would sweep. And when you know, like when an area is dirty, you're just like, fuck it. What's a little more dirt going to hurt? So I would like dump dust pans back behind this big ass like nightclub, like couch, like thing behind this TV. And once about every year or so, we had to move it back to like rewire a cord. It, or look some at Chris shit. shaking his head when you said once every year. So shit would pile up there for a year. Yeah, it was like the lost and found, but you, never, you could never see it. It was just thrown behind there. If you ever came over on Halloween and you and you were dressed up like a fireman and you lost your hat or some shit, or there was probably like a hundred pair of fucking cat ears back there. I would just throw shit back there. And it was like out of sight, out of mind. And, and that was, you know, that was the old me. I successfully have gotten every single, almost every single part of this 80 acre fucking place organized to where like, even sometimes I go, oh, fuck, I got to take the scissors to the office. This bottle needs to go to my bathroom and this hammer needs to go back to the shop. But fuck, I got to take this damn, this foam machine back to the fun house. And then you're like, I don't know what to do. So we got a shopping cart. And, like, I would basically be doing go-backs, like, throwing random shit. And then, like, all right, we need to take it back. Because 
How many times in this room have I asked you all to take something somewhere that's at least 200 yards away? Yeah. And, you know, it's hard to, like, keep all this shit organized and everyone's you know, walks off with shit, never takes it back, never takes care of it and shit. And, you know, you know the story. This is the spicy meter in my hand. And I'm yeah, saying, I, I, I looked at you like, bring you're like, it keep down. it positive, Mike. Keep it positive. It's your anniversary. Mike, one thing that we argue about all the time is, like, uh, like positivity. But... Uh, Mike is allowed to be the negative one. <laughs> like, like we, Mike, we trade Mike, roles. We tra- yeah, like Mike. Uh, Mike wants us to be positive. Mike wants, but once Mike's fired into negative, even his positivity no becomes negative. He'll be like, "Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really happy with all the shit I bought because all these fucking assholes are losing it." And I'm like, "Look at the hand, Michael. Look at the hand. Look tone the it hand. down, Michael. Calm tone down, it down, Michael. It's gonna be all right." Yeah, I woke up today with negativity. I watched an Alex Jones uh, fucking 35-minute um, The Mark of the Beast fucking video. I was like, all right, I'm listening. I'm going to hear it out. Like, I listen to everything, even stuff I completely disagree. I want to hear, like, where they're coming from. So um, that's how my day started. And then it was, like, one negative thing after another. And I'm just like, ah. And it, it truly, I do believe in the energy, man, because, like, it's real. You, you wake up and you stump your toe, and then the rest of your day is booty hole. You know what? I'll, I'll tell you this much. Um, the reason I really believe in, 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 I don't know what vibes are, like really, but I believe there's something to it. Because uh, have you ever just had somebody's face that, like you said, pisses you off? Your face is the aggravating. I call it the you. aggravating face. I, I was like, damn, that bitch got an aggravating ass face. I don't even look at her in my and house. I've had people that have both of them. The faces that just piss me off or the faces, like Midget Mac's face just makes me happy. And yeah. it's the same with you, Mike. I'll see Midget Mac walking in a room and we both just light up. Yeah. Like his face just makes me happy. His smile, his little walk. Midget Mac walks like a teddy bear became a person and that teddy bear is an asshole. You know? <laughs> And, and But he lights up. When I see a Midget Mac, lights it up. And I'm always happy. But there are people. There are people. That, and there are people that I know that aggravate Mike. So sometimes I got to be like, oh, fuck. Bianca bought that girl that Mike hates her face. Ugh. I got to keep her the fuck out of the I know room. exactly what you're talking about. I'm going to punch this fucking sky <laughs> just thinking about her face. And I literally will have to. I feel like sometimes like I'm that like assistant you see in movies. Like, hey, welcome. Hold on real quick. I know you want to see Michael. But let me take you over here first. And I'm like, guys. Keep Mike the fuck away. That chick is here, and that face is going to piss him off. There's people's energy. Like, I I didn't know how to really put this in words until, I would say, in the last couple of years. But um, maybe I've been following a lot of positive meme pages on Instagram. But you have to, have to, have to, if you ever do anything for yourself. Here's your, here's your Mike Busey self-help so, moment. If you ever, ever, ever do anything for yourself protect your energy you're not an asshole for pushing people away if they, if they got an aggravating right. face or they're always needy if they ain't doing shit for you you got to keep the scales of life balanced we've been talking about that you know in the office and 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 i know it's sometimes a shitty way to look at things in life but if somebody is take take taking and never giving and and you're if if, if you're okay with it then sure yeah you know, but because we all have people that were like, I I know they're never going to be shit, but I'm ne- they, they don't take enough for me to hurt me. And I'm never going to be the one to fucking. I, I, there's a lot of people like that. I, I, they're they, the coop right now. Well, oh. <laughs> I like to I like to put them in a in a, in a, a like a, a classification in my mind called like I, I put it right there next to like and if anyone has a special child, 
you know, you know, you know, he's just going to be special, and you can never expect anything else from him. You can't yell at him for killing a fucking frog. Yeah, you're like, oh, well, that's what he was going to do. <laughs> yeah, that's how I expected happens. that. Who let the fucker have a frog? You guys know how it works out. Then he's going to try to fuck it. We all have that friend that's like, oh, fucking Bob's drunk again. He's going to fucking piss off somebody and fucking drive home drunk. Nothing we can fucking do. I used to have a buddy, Greg Covington, and he passed away, man. Uh, he used to have a uh, big problem with pills and later on in his life. But Covey was the kind of person, he had a pill problem. He was always high. He was always drunk. But you'd still, you'd see him, and Covey would be like, yo, let's go to Olive Garden. And you'd be like, I know I'm paying. And I know that he's going to be a fucking mess. But also, he lit up your, you know what I'm saying? He was just silly. He would have a good time. And then uh, when he passed away, I think one of the things that, 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 that really affected me the most was I was like, I he wonder. He died with all those Olive Garden gift cards, gift cards in his pocket. pocket. <laughs> he was like, no, the unlimited breadstick code. No, I think the thing that, uh, that, that really, I wondered if he ever knew. I wonder if he just thought he was a fuck up. But I wonder if he ever knew that his homeboys were like, loved being around him, you know, like genuinely loved his presence. And I wonder that, you know, because he passed away, man, he fucked up on pills, and he passed away. And I always wondered uh, when I was when I was thinking about the bearing Covey that I wonder if he ever just knew that, yeah, he was a fuck up, but everybody who loved him truly loved him because some people are like that. Some people are fuck ups that you will always love. Well, I, I've definitely uh I would say the last four or five years had to learn a lot of lessons, a lot of expensive lessons and having people in your life and energy and just like, you know, if you continue to let someone use and abuse you, it's really on you. I mean, it's not like they're going to be like, hey, we should stop using this yeah. guy or we should totally, you know, maybe chip in or maybe you know, I help think out. I've taken enough from him. This is the day where I start to pay for my shit. Yeah. I apologize, Michael. Yeah. They're not going to. I've been thinking about it, Mike, and I think freeloading off you isn't the path anymore. What's the What's the biggest surprise in your life you've had someone come back from your past? It's like, hey, Miguel, I just, you know, I just want you to know in uh, you know, in, in high school, I, I slashed your tires, but now I'm going to buy you all brand new ones, and I really feel really bad about that. And you ever had something like that come back to you in a positive way in life? I've I've actually never had anyone come back to. I've had people that. I, they were just complete fuck-ups. And then I saw them again. They were like, man, I was a complete fuck-up back then. Doing good now. And you're like, good for you. But I haven't had anyone you're be like... like mm, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's how it is. Because you're like, good for you. But you also know they're like one bender away from being like, I like the free base and that's what I want to do, you know? I always get nervous uh, when... Um, I, I get happy for when I have friends that have drug problems and they actually say... Hey man, I cleaned my shit up. You know, I'm not doing that no more. I'm happy, but then I'm like, okay, stay the skeptical fuck though. away from me because I don't still like 100 trust you, or I don't want to be like the person to enable you because I get blamed for like a lot of shit. Like I, there, there's, I, I don't know how many. I've been called in the court. I've been subpoenaed to go to like child custody cases to people. I don't even know who the fuck they are. I'm like looking on Facebook, Instagram. I don't know who the fuck Bob Smith is from fucking Deltona, Florida. I don't know who the fuck that is. Hopefully that's that's not one of the names on the list, but um, no, if it is, thanks for joining. It's Gregorly. Yeah, thank you, Gregorly. Hornblasters.com is the promo code. You see? Well, that's a that's an important thing to say though, because I, I've I've been a part of groups where people considered us the bad influence, like like his girlfriend or his wife would be like, and your friends are the bad, and they don't realize how many times we've been like, you need to clean your fucking life up, bro. Yeah. Or, Go home to your wife and kids, bro. You know how many times I've been I have 
There are, th- you know how many wives and, and girlfriends hate me? Yeah. Because they think that I lured their fucking husband or boyfriend to my house and then I'm, we're put ne- all this time and effort into inviting other girls yeah. to come over to fuck him? Yeah, we're never. I'm, try- I'm trying to fuck. We're never trying to have more dudes over who don't provide. Like, I, I, I still remember uh, uh, my buddy's wife. She was so adamant that she was like, because what happened is he would get all fucked up and she wouldn't let him back in the house. And then he would call me up. and I'd be like, come crash on my couch, man. And then in the morning, I'd be like, bro, you're a fuck up. You know, you got to get your shit right. But I wasn't going to let my boy have nowhere to sleep at night. He wasn't. And I remember taking him over to her house and Jen coming outside. And she was like, I I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you. And I'm thinking she's going to be like, hey, we got to do something to help him out. You know, I I didn't realize. You thought she was staging an intervention. Yeah, I didn't realize that I was the hated member of this fucking You were the intervention. Yeah. Yeah, and she comes to me and she's like, she's like, I don't want him having anything to fucking do with you anymore. And I'm like, bitch, he comes to my house when you won't let him stay there so he doesn't have to sleep on the street. I agree he's a fuck up. Let's figure out a plan. But she was like, no. She was like, because I know you guys are out whoring and drinking. And I was like, if you call me to pick you up, it's odds are I'm not out fucked up. I'm coming home late from my job that I work to help your family. One of and my she homies. hated me, and her, and, and her mom hated me, and her dad gave me this look, and I'm like, fuck all of you. I don't want to be a part of any of this, but you guys have such a shitty marriage. He's out drunk all night, and you guys won't do anything about it. And one of my homies, um, for a very long time, I won't say his name, but uh, I don't even exist. I just, I'm just called White Mike. And, uh, I mean, uh, he is a, a dark-skinned, colored fella. And, uh... Did you say a colored fella? Dark skin colored fella. <laughs> the color of him is hey dark boys, skin. boys, that's the sound bite. <laughs> Fuck you. Stare at the clock, Miguel. Yeah, that's going to get us more li- listeners in Mississippi. Like, well, yep, I like it. I like it. He's finally saying it. So this uh, friend of mine, mm-hmm. he, uh, he, he refers to me. What does he look like me. again? He, he's a dark skin colored fella. <laughs> he, uh, he fucking... Uh, he he just refers to me as White Mike. That's it. And his wife's never met me, and he has done a lot of you know some things his wife would not approve of. See out in Jersey. Oh hey, what are you, the cops? Yeah, whoa, whoa I'm just trying to figure out. Man. I'll tell you later after after <laughs> the show. And uh, I've caught this motherfucker one time in my driveway. I said goodbye to him, and I was all right, man. I, all right, drive safe, brother. I love you. I'll, I'll see you next time. Thank, you know, thanks for you know, thanks for coming by. Da da da. And then one time I went outside to go pee, like right after I walked him out. And then I see him with his hood up of his car. And yo, yo, you good? He's like, yeah, I'm good, man. Next thing you know, he's changed into like a wife beater. And he's rubbing grease on his shirt and his hands. I go, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, oh, yeah, man. Like, see, yo, I told my old lady, you know, that uh, I was over here working on your car, you know what I'm saying? So I can't go home clean and shit. And I'm like, well, shit, here, let me help you out. I start sprinkling some dirt on him and shit. And I'm like, hey. Why don't you clean my AC ducts out and you look like you did a real job today? Oh, yeah. You, you ever had a homie uh, do some do some grimy shit and you got to cover for him, but you don't know what the story's going to be? Oh, so yeah. So you got to stall and you're like, hey. No, no, <laughs> not, not you, Steven. Not you. That was another time. Yeah. We're like, yo, what do we do? <laughs> what do I do? We don't want to snitch on our homie. but And then, and then on that instance, I got caught. I got caught. I'm in. I'm in a hotel. Me and the girl are chilling. I'm fucking drunk, got out, out of a sex coma, and I get Hell the whole. Yeah. I get the whole. Hey, uh, can I talk to? Can I talk to Steven? I'm like, he's not with me. <laughs> and, I was like, and then I get, oh, 
He said he was with you, and I'm like, he just left. <laughs> hey, I just want everyone to know that I'm a real one. It's bros for hoes to the day I die. Yeah. And you I, just got to give me some heads up. Yeah, get a, can we can we collaborate a, a story before yeah. we start going off telling fucking stories and shit? And then here's the deal, too. When you give me the heads up, know this. Everybody gets one, but I'm not invested into this shit. Yeah. So best thing you can do is be like, yo, I was with Miguel, but if it, this is what I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'll see if your girl's like, hey, was was he with me tonight? I'll be like, yeah, 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 we were together. She's like, well, tell me. I'll be like, hey, bitch, I ain't answering more questions. I'm going to make your girl not like yeah. me because I don't need this shit anymore, you know? I'd rather. And then also, do not, I say this, though, do not throw me under the bus to save your ass. You oh, know how many? They, they, oh, oh, I've, I've had that happen. God. That is the worst. That is the worst. When a girl's like, I don't want Miguel over here. I heard I heard he was fucking that 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 drunk girl who comes over. And says, I'm like, I wasn't fucking her. He's fucking her. Yeah. You know? And they're like, no, I hate that girl he brings over. That's not my girl. Oh, yeah. Don't throw me under the bus. I will, I will have your back, homeboy. And then here's another one, though. Here's what you need to know. If... I was homeboys with her first, and me and her are cool. You need to handle your own stuff, cause I ain't ruining it for it. Like if if, yeah. if, if I'm staying out of this one, because now got, you're putting me in a situation. Not, I got caught in one of those situations. I had I had two homies that got married, a homegirl and a homeboy, and uh, I just knew too much shit that I didn't yeah. want to know. And they're always like sketchy at first. They kind of look yeah. at you like, oh, you just between us, right? And I'm yeah. like, hey, 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 you know, I, hey man, I, I don't want nothing to do with this shit. I keep my dirt off the street so people don't have to cover for me. Well, you just don't, if you just don't lie or cheat on your girlfriend and you, yeah, and you find a chick it. that fucks bitches with you, I mean, then, you, then you're good. That's it. That's what I did. Cheating know? on your old lady is, is gonna, especially when people are like, I love her, man. She's my everything. Nah, bro. You're cheating on her. Like you cheating on her? Like there ain't no. But, but she, she, you don't understand. I understand. You want some other pussy? That makes someone, perfect sense. Someone told me about a story. I don't know who who it is right now off the top of my head, but they said something about. I don't know if I saw it on TV or where the fuck I saw this, but it was a, uh, it was like an old school, like good ethical old man, and he had an employee, and his employee was cheating on his wife, and uh, he like fired him. Cause yeah, because if like, you're gonna cheat on the person you love, you're gonna cheat. You're gonna fucking. You're yeah. gonna rip me off. Yeah, it's like if, if you got you got a wife and kids, and you, and you want to make all these crazy ass lies to cover your ass, then what's stopping you from stealing or, or shorting me or doing dirty? I feel like back then, you know, like jobs were held more to a standard. You know, they they like getting because when you're an employer and take this from me, you uh, inherit the the problems, the troubles, the health conditions. Do they smoke? Are they lazy? Are they tired all the time? Are they fucking uneducated? You, you inherit all those things of a human. You're not you're not just employing like a robot. You're employing whatever the fuck has happened to them in life before up until the point they got to you. And uh, on the mass corporate level, they've definitely figured out certain ways to like, you know, certain red flags. That's why like some companies are like you can't uh, enter office date. Oh yeah, They're that's like, no. that's like one of those things you're like, wait a minute, what the fuck? But then when you become uh, an entrepreneur and you employ people, you see how that shit is hundred percent dead on. And and I think and take it from me, and you know, I'm I'm speaking, I'm like yeah. the fucking president of this subject right here. It takes a special person to uh, be able to have sexual relationships with someone they're you know have to be around for like either or or work or or whatever or living situation. And to like keep it casual, 
Because it, if it's not the woman, it's the dude. And if it's not the dude, it's the woman, somebody, or whatever the fuck you refer to yourself as. I don't care. Whatever the fuck you are. Whatever th- you think you are. Um, I personally think this sounds weird. But I personally think when it's like a, a scally who comes over here a lot, and like if I hook up with her, I personally appreciate it when like the next time she comes over here, she's like kick it with another dude. Because I'm like, cool. I'm not going to get all caught up with her. Uh, she's not going to get all caught up with me. It was a cool ass vibe. Maybe we hook up again. Maybe we don't. But it's it, it, it's better than when the second time they come over, you guys are just kicking it together. Because here's the deal, man. Uh, I, I, I'm a Stone Cold OG. You're Stone Cold OG. But nothing. Miguel, you are truly one of the very few people that I know, like, you could do some hanky panky shit. Yeah, you know I but like. I to know take at the me. end of the day, it's like, all right, you know, we're gonna fucking take care of business. Yeah, because you know, I'll tell, I'll go on record, guys. I love when, uh, when, it, when, I, when it's a good scally to go on little like fucking hotel trip. When I'm doing a comedy show, I love. That's an understatement. You're, yeah. you're like, hey, I'm going to Barbados this weekend. Yeah, because I love it, man. When I'm doing a comedy show somewhere, and you kind of know when you were talking that story about going to Tennessee and bringing the girl with you. It's nice when you're on the road. To have a girl with you for a couple nights at a show or whatever. Yeah, of course. It feels good. But the the, the, the truth that everybody's got to know is uh, as long as you guys are honest with each other, it's about the moment. And then you. There's some uncomfortable people in this room right now. <laughs> there's a couple of people that get paid to be here. And there's a couple that aren't right here. And and that is one of my biggest. Big like, pet peeve, man. It's, it, it's not even pet peeve. It's more like my worry because, because it, I, know, I see so much value and potential in people. Yeah. And then and then I see they have their 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 kryptonite is well, pussy. Well, let me tell you what I think. It as as somebody who I will say has done well with it for ten years with you. Uh, let me give the, the to the audience who who wonders how does it work here. Uh, you need to be able to do this. If you hook up with a girl who comes here a lot, you need to be able to make her feel respected still and feel happy to come over here and feel like she still has the right to be whoever she was when she first came over here. Yep. Meaning. If she liked you on the night she met you and you guys ended up hooking up and stuff. It's like you always say, you owe, she owes you nothing. She owes you nothing. Nothing but just you owe each other respect. So if you hook up with her first night of a party and then you see her the next day and she's like, hey, I had fun. You're like, me too. And then you're running around doing your thing and then you see her kicking it with another dude. Cool, man. She came here to have a good time. She had a great time with you. She hooked up with you, so take that as a compliment. I personally always take it as a compliment. Anytime, anytime I go with a girl, it's a compliment. It means you were cool, you were fun. But the second night, there's guys who are like, well, I kind of thought we were, we were hooking up again. No, she owes you nothing. She should be able to have a good time and party. And then the best part about it is you might, that might be the last time you hook up with her. You might hook up, hook up with her a couple more times. But you don't ruin her vibe about this place. And how many times have we seen Oh, we've seen fuckery. dudes destroy the vibe of this place. And here's the thing. I wouldn't care if what they were doing as long as it didn't like affect me. But when we're like trying to build the brand and we're trying to bring like a new chick in and yeah. we don't want her to feel uncomfortable or make force that she has to be like fucking you or and date you. Cause I've had I've heard several times, and I'm not gonna say no names, yeah. people screaming across the house like, Mike, it's either fucking her oh, or yeah. me. Yeah. And then her go, it's either fucking him or me. And I love them both and I think they, they bring value, but they 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 mentally can't keep it and they together. don't have the right yeah to tell you you have to choose because they didn't think about you when they were fucking yeah and and i've learned too it's like some romeo juliet shit 
I have definitely done some like super slick little cock blocking type of vibes. Yeah. Like, hey, don't fuck this guy. He's got AIDS. Yeah. Oh, hey. hey. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> hey, tell her about that herp. I mean, uh, tell her about your um, uh, what? So yeah. yeah, like I've definitely done some little slick shit to like throw some fucking, you know, sand in, in the yeah. grinder. But it's it's no matter what you do, it's almost worse when you tell them, you know, that's off limits. Like we're trying to have her like stay around here and she's going to go on tour with us. But these sucker ass motherfucking pussy mother non pussy getting lazy son of bitches. They always want to just toad around yeah. and wait for the pussy to just land in their proximity. They do no work. They just sit there. They don't go out. They don't do the swiping. They nope. don't do the. They don't work on themselves. Because here's the deal, guys. Uh, I hate to be Mister Doctor Love Guru here, but you got to work on yourself and 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 attract someone. And, and women are attracted to different things. Yeah. Power, confidence, humor. A lot of them are attracted to money. But if you were like me and you had no money forever until recently, you had to result, and you had a small dick, a big ass head, and really fucked up teeth, and very overweight. You had to have this thing called a sense of humor and yeah. fun, spontaneous, good energy. You know how many like you know how many like sexual encounters I've had just because I was just a fun. I mean, you can relate. Yeah, you're a bigger I get, guy. I get shocked sometimes when we'll have like some models over here or something over here, and I'm like, this girl's feeling me out of nowhere, you know. And it's like well, you haven't done much work or anything. You're not like hawking on them or anything. It's just they caught the vibe. They like the vibe, and I think what it is is it, it goes back to like the intentions. They catch the vibe that I could chill with this guy, I could flirt with this guy, maybe something will happen, but they don't feel like there's going to be some clingy weirdness with it. When there's you. no like pressure and you're not like just right up her ass. Yeah. And 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 I know that being a dickhead and stuff like that, sometimes they want that and sometimes they don't. It's okay to be playful with everybody. Medium. But yeah, but don't, I don't believe in that negging bullshit where people are like just constantly being Like mean. Joe, his way of flirting is like, what's your problem, bitch? <laughs> And he doesn't even know this girl's name. And that's like, I'm like, whoa, you just cock blocked the shit out of you. I, yeah, the, the, when anybody's negative too, like it's okay to bust ball. If you feel that she's a ball buster or something like that, it's fun to bust balls. But I think the main thing is they always got to know, at that point, they got to know it's flirtatious fun. And you got to take your ball bustings too. It's like when you're in uh, fucking grade school and you, you pick on each other because you're sweet on each other. And yeah. that type of shit carries on in adulthood. But then there's like a fine line to where it's like, all right, guys, come on, shut yeah, the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, it, it it can't be fucking like fucking moonlighting the show, you know, where it's back and forth like that. It's got to be a little playfulness here and there. But uh, in the end, also what you don't want is you don't want people on the outside thinking either of you are being rude to each other. Because then sometimes this is one of the worst things. Guys, I've seen this. Toads, if you're in there, turn this up, Toads. Turn, turn this up. up, Toads. Brian Idol. <laughs> Fucking Joe. You hear me and some girl. Who else? Who else we got? The whole Toad Army that was on that couch, man. They're, I don't know who those members really are, but I'm seeing all their faces. And no, there's who's who. There's another dude that we have on Toad Mount Rushmore. Toad Row. Toad. Yeah, JT. Yes. Oh my God. How could I forget the Canadian? He brought some ass in though lately. He's brought his. He's I, brought his I spent an hour in the pool pimping his tender out, and then literally two days later, he brought some puss over. Yeah. But, but here's the thing, Toads. Listen to this. I will so, for for fucking a, a small fee. He'll pimp your a, tender. A small fee. I will definitely sit down with you, and I will break you down, and and I will build you up. Holler at me. Well, cash app dollar sign Mike Busey. Ribbit, ribbit, toads. Listen to this. Uh, 
when you see guy X and woman X playfully flirting or whatever, the way two people interact doesn't mean you're invited to interact that same way. Oh, you're 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 talking like uh like advanced toad advanced totary right this, here. The, right now like they this can't is even, some bullfrog shit they right don't want to put the work in i, I see yeah. guys frustrated because you know they don't they don't keep the haircut well, and my grandma always said this hair we got a barber every thursday and shoes i got mouthwash at my fucking computer desk if you're walking around in basketball shorts and a t-shirt wondering and you go to a party or you go downtown or whatever you go and you come home jacking your dick off crying at night Maybe you should try, you know, maybe spicing up a little bit. Maybe some cologne. You got to invest in yourself. Think how much m- you money need, women spend on yeah. themselves. Hair, nails, You need to makeup, make yourself cheap. desirable. And that means every part of you. That means your attitude. That means your vibe, your work ethic. But Toads, man, hear this out. This happens. So me and girl X, we're talking, and she's busting my balls, and I'm busting her balls back, but we're just having a fun time. We're playing skee-ball or some shit over here in the, in the arcade room. And she's like, oh, my God, I thought I was playing against a man. You're a pussy. And I'm like, oh, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. But this is like a light banter. And you just punch her right in the throat? Yeah, well, then the toad shows up, and he's like, oh, this bitch can't even play skee-ball, Miguel. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like, Just say his name, Joe. Well, just <laughs> Go ahead. No, there's tons of toads who do this shit, though. They show up. They show up and they just start fucking acting like like you and this girl got a vibe. That's why you're able to play with each other like this. And you wouldn't say anything that you. Those are kamikaze would be toads. They're like, well, I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm gonna go down, so I'm taking somebody with me. <laughs> yes, kamikaze toads is when you when they know they're going down empty handed, so they're taking somebody down with them. Ooh, let's list some toads. There's kamikaze toads. Good one, Mike. I got another one for you. There is the watcher. The yeah. watcher toad, he doesn't even say anything. He's just sitting and, and the in watch- the presence of the room. Yeah, he's the presence of the room. He locks in on you guys. He might just get closer or closer. Sometimes he doesn't even get in your direct vicinity, but he's watching the action. So much so that you're like, I feel like I can't do anything now because I'm performing for this toad. You know? You ever do like the blatantly like... You've turned your whole body away from him. Oh, my God, trying to yeah. interject on the conversation. Yeah, the so, watcher. So, uh, there's, we, we got some handful of guys in the room, and they're just like, I could see in their face, they're like, do I do that? Am I a copy of that? Yeah. <laughs> they're which, like all which, analyzing themselves. Yeah. Some of you right now are listening to this like, damn, I'm sorry. You need to go to, to you need to go to turd uh, revival. You need to go to start repenting your toad sins. All right. We, I got another toad. This oh, one, yeah, let's hear it. This I, one, this come one comes from our tech department over here. The follower. Oh, yeah. Oh, good one. The follower, man. This toad won't let you go to another room without being right behind you. Oh, yeah. And then you'll sit down on the couch with some girl you're talking to, and he'll just come. The follower, the follower, the hard part of the follower is you got to shake them throughout the rooms and shit like that. Yeah. You're like, hey, quick, come over here. Make a right, make a left, make a right. They're like the fucking ghost in Pac-Man. You know, they're just always on your ass. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good one. The follower. Toad, you know what's another one? Uh, is the conversation toad? This motherfucker, he yes. pops in. I feel like we're making the shit list for <laughs> yeah, cock blocking toads. I'm thinking the shit list from Spencer's, bro. Yes. Yeah, and I, I iceberg think, turd. Yeah, the ghost, ghost turd. turd. 
the, the the conversationalist this toad wants to talk to you t- like you're sitting there talking to the girl and this toad comes up talking interrupts your conversation with somebody's like hey man you know what miguel i was just talking to so-and-so and you're blah 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 you're like yeah yeah man like oh man it's crazy blah, blah, blah. and what happens is this toad talks to you not the girl and this conversation no, that happens toad, to me on tour every yeah, night and next thing you know you have a girl standing there she's kind of getting more bored more away and the conversational toad brings themselves in blocks her out and next thing you know she's like walking away to go get a drink and this person's like yes yeah, so yesterday my mom's making pancakes i was like whoa wednesday's not pancake he's also the yeah. diver- he's also like uh related to the, the diversion ter- the diversion toad. toad he's like hey everyone we should go outside and fucking uh <laughs> And smoke this weed. Yeah. We're like, no, no, I have my fingers inside of her and I'm backstage. I don't need to go smoke this weed and I don't smoke weed. Fuck you, marijuana. Even cock blocking <laughs> for years. Oh, so hey, hey, Mr. Rogers pulled a toad on me uh like months ago. He Roger, he I want you to repent. He repented right after. I'm sitting there. Hey, with- Rog, hey, listen, bro. I know you're going through some shit, but we need to see some pussy showing up, bro. And, <laughs> and by the way, my, my hot tub was a little low this morning. Yeah. Well, hey, fucking Raj, and he repented. I love you, Raj. He repented, but check this out. Uh, it was after Oasis, and we had brought those girls back on the bus and everything. They were kicking it with us, and there was like the Indian girl, and she was sitting on my lap in the hot tub, and she's got her top down, and I'm, I'm just kicking it with her. And then all of a sudden... The whole fucking Toad Road just shows toad up. Toad Road. And this is the best part, guys. You thought you were fucking not today, Ima- motherfucker. Imagine this. Imagine you got a girl on your lap with her top off, and you're kind of like holding her titties now so nobody sees. And they start telling her like, hey, what's up? They're like hitting on her, sort of like kicking it. And Raj is like, yo, he was like, he was like, you should come hang out here more. And he, he was like, and he's talking to her. And this is the best thing he tells her. He goes, he goes, there's, there's so much fun things to do over here. And I go, hey guys, me and her were doing a lot of fun things before you all showed up. <laughs> and then Roger goes, oh my God. But this is the thing about toads. And, and Roger's into toad, but he toaded that night. But here's the thing about toads. When, it, when somebody gets into toad mode, it's because they're singular minded. They don't even see that you're laying game. They yeah. don't even see that you're laying game over there. They're so in the invested in the whole damn I kinda wanna spit right now. That's that's the one thing, the reason why I don't I don't wanna pay for a girl to fly out here. You know how many times I've had a girl say, Yeah, fly me out here. Yeah. If I flew a girl out here, I would be one broke and two my dick would feel like hamburger meat. Yeah, man. Because I could have someone fly over here every fucking it'd be flying in Fridays every day. Yeah. My fucking dick would remember turn when into we talked about, Remember when man. we talked about only booking them one-way flights? We yeah. were like, we'll book them one-way flights. And and let, me tell, you- let me tell you why I don't do that uh, for all the all you out there taking notes, motherfuckers. Listen up. Reason why I don't be want to fly a girl in, for two, I ain't no sucker-ass bitch, and I don't need a paper pussy, you dig? You dig? I could bless her. I'm sure it's easy for me to buy her a fucking Spirit Airlines. Hey, you know, I was, I was buying them Frontiers for them bitches who You were, heard? I was like, get over here, girl. You're going to have to ride in the baggage rack. Now, you know? that is if you haven't met her and you haven't already had a romantic encounter. Right. Okay? If you've already got a little thing going and da-da-da-da, then cool. Yeah, bless her. You know, get a babysitter for her three kids, whatever the fuck she got going on. I quote Wu-Tang. She can have anything in this world except for cream. You You know? However, I, and I'll tell them straight to them, straight to their face. I'll be like, well, listen, I I could definitely fly you in, but like, I don't know you. I ain't met you. And, uh, I don't want you to feel some type of way. And I don't want to feel some type of way. And she's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, well, if I fly you in, I, I'm 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 hope that I hope that I get lucky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We hit it off, not even like on a sexual way. Of course, I'm you know, of course, I'm trying to fuck you. Know, you, you know, man, I'll be, I'll be honest. Bang, full bang. full disclosure, Your Honor. But uh, I'm also like don't want to be like feeling salty 
when you fuck one of my toad friends or you come here, you ever had a girl like just super hit it off on the phone or on FaceTime and the moment you meet her, it's like, oh, so where did the really cool girl go that oh, I've been talking yeah. to for weeks? Because they show up and sometimes they ain't the same person. And I ain't talking about looks, fellas. Let's just say she looks exactly like you thought she looked, all next, nice and right. But then imagine when you meet her and it's like it's socially awkward. I've always had girls say, hey, I just want to let you know when I meet, when we meet for the first time, I'm really shy at first. Or like, and I'm like, I've got a whole fucking picture roll of nasty pictures from you. Yeah, you I thought we got through the shyness. Yeah, or like they get drunk and they turn into a fucking psychopathic maniac. Remember California? The Scally from yeah, California? She, she was trying to fight people. Yeah. And she was violently trying to aggressively suck my wiener, which I was okay with at first. But then I was like, all right, all yeah. right, all right. I'm good. I'm good. You know, and then at the point, this is when I do this. I take the scally, I look at it, and I say, thank you. And I release into the wild. And the toads go. They start attacking. They're like, he's, he's a generous king. He has yeah. released he has released the scally. That's a toad he's catching and released the scally back into the wild. Michael has released the scally in the wild. Release the toads. We shall feast for days. But he was a greedy jackal. This jackal could have easily fed the whole herd, but no, the jackal wanted to take the prey deep up up into the woods. Toads, here's the rule. High up into the tree, far away from everyone else. It's the old parable, Toads. You need to help each other. There's an old parable. A guy runs into his buddy who's in hell, and his buddy in hell says, man, hell is horrible. And he says, the other guy says, what's horrible about hell? He says, man, every night Satan makes a big feast for us, and he lays all the food on the table. And he says, what's wrong with that? He goes, yeah, but he gives us these big ass fucking forks and he says well what's wrong with that he goes the thing about these forks is we stab into the food but the forks are too fucking big for us to put it in our mouth and the guy in heaven goes man we do the same thing in heaven he goes so what's up with that he goes yeah but the thing is we use those big ass forks to feed each other that's the thing toads stop chasing these scallies down as individual another toads. toad yeah the, the other and, toad and is fucking team together as a unit and be charming Another toad, and this is the, one of the most worst toads of all. It's the I'd never know when to just tap out and say oh, when. It's 4.45 in the morning. We're all shacked up with a girl in our arms. Take a hint, motherfucker. And there's one dude sitting there like, yo, you know what we should do? We should play Sandstorm by Darude. And I'm like, oh, you know what you should do? Leave so that we can have sexual intercourse. Yeah, there's always that one dude that never knows when to say when. You know who else is a horrible toad? The poisonous toad. He ruins the mood for everything. And th- that that comes in a female form toad. Oh too. yeah, that's the female. Come on, the Jennifer, po- get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No one's gonna fuck me. I, the, the I'm poison, too fat. The, We're leaving. The poison arrow whore. You know, yeah. she comes in there and she just fucking one tap of her. Yeah, the, the toad that poisons the room is so like Ugh. enough poison to take down a whole colony of men. Yeah, like hey, everybody's about to fuck. Not when I tell you guys that I don't think the Holocaust is real. Go. <laughs> You're like what? What? Or, 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 oh, the last, the last toad that I want to discuss right now. Oh, we, uh, could, we could do a whole we podcast a whole to- on the toads. The, I'm going to drop information that's just going to fuck you up, toad. He's like, <laughs> man, this is great. You know what's cool about this party? Hey, Miguel, remember last time when you had that other girl and you guys were hanging out over here? Man, what's she up to? And you're like, you cock-sucking <laughs> photographer. You know? <laughs> that's a, that's a grenade, cock-block grenade toad. Yeah. 
He just throwing it out there just to watch you fucking. And this is roast. the thing that Toads. Uh, we're gonna come up. Slow to down our, the water, Miguel. I don't do good. It's delicious. I got the big beer stein. Here's the thing, guys, uh, that I want to say to all you Toads before we wrap the. Hey, don't be staring at the clock since it's fifty-one minutes. I'm running right the clock, man. We're in the. Pain. Wow, we're gonna. I'm gonna start like like fucking slowing it down or some shit. No, putting the, the magnet on the back of the motorbike. Here's the, here's what I want to address to Toads and, and and tune it up, Toads. Uh, listen, listen to this. There is nothing you do to stop someone from getting pussy that helps you get it. You're still a toad to everybody in the room. The girl's not like, oh, man, this guy who came in here and completely ruined the vibe. He's fucking great. I want to spend time with him. Nothing you're doing to prevent other people from having a good time is going to equal you having a better time. You're just going to sit back afterwards. You've ruined shit for your friends. And now you have nothing. But you know what you could do, bro? You could just be charming, nice, helpful. And guess what? I'm not saying that's going to get you any pussy because like we've said a hundred times, you are owed nothing. Nothing. But charming, helpful, nice people generally have a better time at everything they do. So when you come to a party, instead of being some whack-ass toad that's sitting there and hawking these girls and interrupting conversations and genuine connections people are having, assist, man. Be cool. Be friendly. Because you know what's going to happen? There's going to be a time when there's like four girls and we're hanging out with them and we're like, hey, this is our buddy so-and-so. Come over here. Because yeah. all I ever want to do, when I'm with a bunch of girls and I'm hanging out, all I ever want to do is, honest to God, is bring over some of my cool homeboys so that they could be like, oh, man, this is such a great time. That's why a lot of times I'll call over Courtney. I'll be like, hey, Courtney, come meet these girls I'm with. Because I'm if, like, if, she's going to be so cool and have a blast. The, if the good Lord gave me one year of life for every time I hooked a homie up with some puss i would live to be a thousand you'd be like old. some dude in the genesis stories in the bible yeah and michael begot enot and enot begot agat and agat begot anos and anos, exactly you know i have literally seen people conceive children in my garage in my living room in my bedroom i have let homies and people who i you know at the time i thought was cool lay down in my bed i've fetched condoms i've brought drinks i have uh, i have cooked people food in here and i'm a very hospital person mike's put a dick back in when it came out let me put that dick back in yeah i'm like hey hold on hold on buddy she's she said she's she wants some more come on keep it going and and when you got the big belly like us when you lean in sometimes you're like oh i might be leaning in to lean out you know remember remember jeff can testify this he didn't fuck for 14 years Mm -mm. and i was fucking this super badass fucking sexy sexy girl oh pull those nipples pull those nipples i literally chonky literally had like wet jizz on her after i finished and it was like Hey, uh, you want to do my friend a solid? You cool with, you know, maybe, uh, you know, give him a whirl? She's like, oh, okay. And, no and I watched Jeff go for a good 20 seconds. I filmed it. It's on the website. What do we reg- What does they look it up, Stephen, if they're a member of MikeBisa.com? What do they look it up? I think it's just Jeff gets laid finally. Jeff gets, Jeff laid, gets finally. laid finally. One of those keywords will lead you to this video. You'll see how sexy she is. She's way too sexy to be having sex with me. And Jeff just broke a 14-year streak, and I'm chilling. No one will ever say in hell or heaven that Mike Busey was stingy with the pussy, but nothing, nothing I hate more than anything 
it's always a group of guys at a party saying, where's all the bitches, bro? Yeah. And I look, and it's like six dudes, and they look corny as fuck. As as Doug says, it's some brads, brads and chads. Brads Some fucking brads and chads, man. Where's the fucking pussy at, man? And I'm like, hmm, obviously not with you, motherfucker, because you brought zero. And it's like, hey, you know, show up, bring something, cook, clean, bake a cake. You know, uh, I would say this was if you something. brought no pussy and you brought us a bunch of fifty gallon garbage bags, I'm gonna chill with you for a while. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck oh, yeah, garbage bags? Oh hell yeah. If you ever want to know how to live here, just keep working and then and keep cleaning shit and moving things. And I'm like I you, Unless you're a girl. If yeah. you're a girl, just go into the goddamn closet and do nothing and then be like, Mike, I was hanging out in the closet and the air wasn't working. Can you guys fix that? I'm gonna go take pictures of my pussy. Bye. Yeah, we we've Closet toads. <laughs> There's so many toads. There's so many different style of fucking, I didn't bring shit, but I want to take, take, take. Hey, do me a favor, too. If you guys follow us on the Facebook group or if you're members, if you're members, go on the feed and tell me about some toads you know. If you're on the Facebook group, go call tell them us about out, some toads. Call them out. Call them out. Tag people. Tag people in the toad stories and let us know your toads. But we're going to go to our first Hold on, break. no, 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 motherfucker. You ain't doing this. It's We got four more minutes, You player. can't tell a four-minute story. You're going to go on for like 18 oh, minutes. Oh, see? This then... is how he shorts you guys right here. It's not about shorting. It's a podcast. The clock says four minutes. Yeah. I'm giving them four minutes, There's Miguel. also a seven-minute commercial in between. Well, they can they can fast-forward. Yeah. If, if Don't you tell them to fast-forward the commercial? Well, if That's kind if, of what we're trying to get them to listen to. <laughs> listen, if, if they haven't already figured out now by becoming a member, it will change their life. You literally come here with no pussy. You wind up coming back with a girlfriend uh, a fucking job and a place to live i mean it is it is one of the most financially irresponsible things you could ever do with yourself no not it's become financial- a member. oh okay yeah i was like oh, wait, wait, Miguel, hey, what, what i was you- like bring it back bring it back bring hey, it i back. got this okay all right guy you just you just take a breather for four minutes all right i'll i'll, I'll, I'll lead them into that hour okay i'll carry him home come aboard to carry me home <laughs> listen guys i i say this once i said a thousand times for, for fucking for the simple financial commitment of becoming a member, you can avoid regret and and dis and future disappointment. And you're playing yourself because there are people building relationships, sexual and 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 uh, and platonic business relationships. There's a lot of beautiful things going on over here, and we're about to drop this Fourth of July video, and you're gonna see it is a fucking good one. And there's a there's a couple scenes on there that I I kind of got a little fucking excited. Got a little like, excited. I was like, damn, this is good. This is real good. I'm gonna tell you this: the uh, the Roman Candle War is fucking epic. It is like the Battle of Endor. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Dark Vader finds out it like, or, or Luke finds out Dark Vader's father. It is very on that level. It is epic, and it is funny. It's sexy. It's crazy. And I hate to say this, but. I would. I'm still trying to find somebody who makes better fucking content than us on the internet. And please, tell us who does because I don't. I don't see it. We're putting out. We're putting out diamonds on the regular. Only for those who become a member of MikeBeast.com. All this content, all the crazy, sexy, wild shit. And and this is the last thing I'm gonna say before we take this break. I've thought about this for a while, but if you're a member, you've already seen the fe- the feed. It's like our only. It's like an uncensored. Instagram OnlyFans feed. I have decided that I don't know when, but very soon we are going to be doing a special bonus episode Ooh. every week. 
every week. If you remember, you won't hear it on Spotify. You won't hear it on Apple, Pandora, iHeartRadio. We are, me and Miguel are going to be doing a special bonus podcast. And it's going to be like this, yeah, but also very much more exciting and different. It's going to be more visually stimulating. There's going to be some naked ladies on there, some games, some some weird, fun, crazy shit. So it's going to be everything you like about this, but so much more. And it's only going to be available to those who are a member on MikeBusey.com. So stop playing yourself. Because if you, if you like the podcast, we're going to make it so goddamn good that you will literally have to fucking kill yourself to, to understand the reasons why you haven't become. My mission is to make all those who listen to this, and if you get any enjoyment out of listening to our podcast, we thank you, and we would love to have you a member of the website. And we're going to make it so tantalizing. We're going to literally bait it in front of you to where you can't take it no fucking more. They're going to say you're fucking insane for not becoming a member. And we will fucking be doing a bonus episode every week. So that's four more episodes that you will only get by becoming a member. We'll be back right after this. Goodbye. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBusey.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. The Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBeasy.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat, it's an experience. As a member of MikeBeasy.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During members weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The beauty beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike BC for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. Memberships is you're missing out. I, I, I started following Mike BC about, uh, about two years ago, the and the guy's a real guy. 
and uh, allows people to come here that are like outcasts of society and they fit in well and uh, I was like yes I gotta get I gotta fuck with this guy man I've been following Mike about two months became a member a month ago so but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead all I can say is America right now follow Mike Busey look at my eyes took my glasses off for you America for you Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track. Swim in our lake. Enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, Enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, air boating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Yeah, that's right, Team White and Team Blue, not Team Black, if they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro, even though we lost all our, all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'm gonna put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like this is just right. it, it's life. Right now to It's it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how what? loving they are and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's gonna show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during Members Weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from LA, been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey. 
And then he introduces you to a whole nother fucking life. And then you just become a member and then you fucking see the debauchery show for it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit, the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. And we're back. Thanks to myself. Y'all didn't get shorted four minutes. Miguel, really, now I can really see your ways with this clock. All it took was one Amazon purchase, and now let me Let me clear this we've clock. We've exposed you, Miguel. Because let me tell you what happens. Mike Busey's got a legion of dudes that wish they could taste his cock. And they're going to be like, Mike, he's been shorting you like six minutes. I got to figure out when to stop a story, motherfuckers. Or, or me and the crew, who this is like, what, two o'clock in the morning right now, guys? We, we've done this podcast for a year, and never, not once, have I ever had any form of any comprehension of what the timer and was? And all you had to have was a timer on your phone, like I have. Literally, it's not like you didn't have the Miguel tools. Miguel hates it. the timer. You didn't have the tools. He for hates it. that timer. <laughs> he hates the timer. Timer's got to fucking go. It is I, a, I wish we had a, a shot of the timer. It's it's connected to the. We have a monitor. It's okay. a sexy timer, though. It's handsome as fuck. Yeah, it's a little bright. You know, little maybe kind of dimmed it down a little bit. Cute ass timer. Little you know? cute ass timer. You know who else is cute? The wonderful people who just joined my music. Gregor Lee, I hope you're listening I because here it goes. <laughs> here we go. All right, guys. And tonight I have the whole list. So, uh, well, hold on, kids. We're going to go for a grammar fucking ride. A grammar roller coaster. Can you use that name in a sentence? Grammar roller coaster. Give me the origin of that name. My grandma was finger fucking herself on the grammar yeah. roller coaster. Also, to bring something up about the clock, I want to mention this guy's a little. Oh, hate, see? Hating on the clock. Uh, after, see? This is the best part, guys. After the podcast was done, <laughs> this part makes me salty because they were like clapping for like the special needs kids tying his shoes. After the podcast was done, Poop Boy and Doug, mind you, there's a fucking clock in front of us now that we can count down and know when exactly to end before I would have to check my phone, try to remember when we started. I never everything. saw your phone the entire year we did It was this. always in here. It's always been in here. Yeah, but I'm saying, I'm saying oh, I've yeah. never looked at it. I well, never knew. Poop Boy and Doug just decide to kiss the boss's ass by being like, wow, man, you, you guys ended this podcast right at an hour yeah there's a fucking clock in front of us now hey, telling us when to end it i had to control those thoughts in my mind miguel those random stories those rants i had to well button it up and hammer it home and i ended right on the you know clock. how many times i had to do math because i forgot to start a t- stopwatch and i'm just like i think we started at six i sent a girl a text right before we started uh when was the you know i'm reading this shit <laughs> Speaking of started, we'd like to thank the following people for starting to join the family. You support us. We thank you. And it gets us more excited. And we actually look forward to this. Have we brought up before the lights blinking system that we have now? Yeah, I don't think we have on here, but on my Snapchat and Instagram I have. So Steven has set up the lights inside the house. Which are a few lights. We have have 
Yeah. Whoa, whoa, fucking, they ain't paying us. Whoa. Every whoa. fucking light in this house is a fucking like forty dollar bulb that's yeah. intelligent that does all kinds of crazy lights. Well what happens there. is now anytime a new member signs up, any time of the day somebody signs up, the lights in the house just start flickering the whole and light. I, someone's like, Ooh, is it a party? We're like, No, no, no. someone joined the website. Oh, yeah. We're getting name brand butter this month, boys. Yeah, this is like some fucking Star Trek futuristic shit. Like every time you become a member, the house lights Go won't 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 for a good like yeah. I'd say five five six. Six, oh yeah, seconds. we're gonna kill somebody with epilepsy one day. They're gonna yeah. come in here and be like, like fucking swallowing their tongue. Yeah, so we could be I could be literally taking a shit and and it feels like someone's getting electrocuted on the on C block. <laughs> it feels like it's Sausage Castle Seven and we plug two toasters in at the same time. You yeah. Know? So anytime you join, you literally we can see you. Yeah. It's like you're 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 like a ghost. You, we we can. Feel your energy through the walls of the castle. This house is clean. Yes. So so guess who made the lights blink this month? Read them off, Mike. Yes, they did. These following people made the lights blink at the castle. Thank you so much. Jacob Gomez from El Paso, Texas. El Paso. Justin Cotney from Pavo, Georgia. Julius Varus from New Plaza, New York. I like how you rolled that one. <laughs> Fuck <you>. Julius. <laughs> Julius. <laughs> oh, this one's easy. Austin Scott, Carmichael, California. Justin Torres from Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Mike Schnobs from Springdale, Arizona. I'm just looking for the one y'all planted right. in here. The Seymour Butts or some shit. Martin uh, Ru- Ruiz. Ruiz R-U-I-Z. Yeah, R-U-I-Z. Yeah, Ruiz, Ruiz, yeah. Martin Ruiz from Astatula, Florida. Astatula! That's weird when they're really close. I'm like, wow, so like he, like he he's listening to the shit right now. Yeah. He's behind us. Uh, James Tibbs from Pasadena, Texas. Andrew Swinson from North Gafton, Maine. Diego, is this one of the ones? I, I, I'm always, I'm just waiting for the word. Um, this one's a little... Diego Pre, uh, Preto, 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 Pre-marital sex? Preto, Napa, Indiana. Napa? <laughs> Charles. Like an like Italian immigrant. Isa Napa. <laughs> Bobby Bennett from Callahan, Florida. I see, guys, what you don't see, too, is I see the smile on his face, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's a good name. Bobby Bennett. All right. I get excited <laughs> when I say him right. Uh, Evan uh, Zaki from San Diego, California. Brad Arwin. From Mascot, Tennessee. Shane Moore from Powell, Wyoming. Nate Brown from Sandwich, Massachusetts. Wasn't he on there last before? I remember seeing a sandwich. Uh, maybe I'm just hungry. Uh, <laughs> of course I am, yeah. Pat. Uh, Benning Bur- Evans. Uh, I'm sorry. Beanie Evans from Alexandria, Virginia. Bo Browning from Winsboro, Texas. And last but not least... Brandon Darlington from Hermiston, Oregon. <laughs> I like how it was a question. <laughs> the Thank last you. one was a question. Oregon? Shaggy? I love the Scooby? Goonies. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Here's my favorite part about the Goonies. It's a pirate ship in fucking Oregon. <laughs> like, like, stop and think about that one for a minute, guys. How the fuck did pirates 
Hey, get when, to when I wore it, was when I Willie, he didn't know where the fuck he's going. He's just driving lost, in circles and how shit. How lost did he get? He was like, Arr, mateys, we started out here outside of Puerto Rico, and we made two wrong rights, and now we're in Oregon. Yeah, he was a Puerto That's Rican. That's like a, he was a 75 month trip back then. He was a one eyed Canadian pirate. He got lost inside of a cave. <laughs> and the goddamn kids' freedom. The Goonies, Oregon pirate situation. Yeah, I, I would. I think I'd rather would have seen like Miami or the Bahamas or Tampa. Tampa Somewhere Tampa, Tampa would have been perfect. Dude, I'm going to tell you this about Tampa. Tampa, I, we've talked about this. When it comes to scallies, Tampa scallies, mm-hmm. top notch, mm-hmm. top notch, man. There's just something. There's still nothing a wrong country. with Orlando ones. Nothing wrong with Orlando. Orlando, Orlando scallies look great in a sundress. It's they're because fun. the distance uh, romanticizes it. Because mm-hmm. all the Tampa ones and their beach think scallies. Land- the, the Tampa girls think the Orlando dudes got it going on, yeah. and then we're like, "Oh man, those Tampa girls!" Because beach dudes suck and beach girls rock. Uh, but beach dudes like, "What's up, man? My name's Reef. What's up, man? This is my scooter. Me and my boys, we just, you know, we just parkour and do our thing." It, it took me years to realize this, but distance romanticizes anything. If you uh, have ever dated a girl and she or you've been sweet on a girl and and back before this thing called facetime i mean i don't know how people even dated back then because you couldn't have facetime sex and jerk your dick to your to your special something i don't know facetime sex is 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 a fun a fun thing listen facetime has like uh has changed the world and bringing people together people will go overseas to fight wars and literally can go back to their fucking yeah, they can talk. Let me tell you, you can talk. So, Chris, let me ask you this question: When you were stationed in Iraq, or Chris sorry, stationed, Af- stationed in Afghanistan, um, did you guys ever? Did you have internet at any time that you were able to like? And yeah. so, yeah, there were times, right, when you were like a. a My a, grandfather waited six months to get a goddamn letter back no, from that no. fucking bitch. Well, the thing is, though, uh, I mean, my father always tells this story about he waited either it was either six or eight hours to on, on a line of phone banks to call our house to talk to my mom and by the time he got to there was going to be a five minute call and by the time he got there my mom and all of us were out but he waited in line you're all of jerking phone your banks. dick talking to jill but yeah he's fucking six, your dad's trying to he's waiting in line for waiting hours in line, to call, waiting in line to just, to, just to call yeah and so uh and, and, and you know now i see which is dope you know guys guys will email they'll have video chats and stuff and you're probably waiting hours to get in line if you don't have your own computer i don't know how that works and stuff but uh that's the thing, man. Nowadays, you're able to just instantly connect, and you don't have like you don't have to fantasize and get dirty with her, man. You get well, her on that this FaceTime. Is, this is what I was where I was going at with that was the fact that um, is let's say like you're saying you're talking to a chick or ladies you're talking to a dude or dudes you're talking to a dude. They or yeah, like, whatever yeah. If, whatever the fuck you like to put in your orifices. Hey, I, I am not here to judge you, player. Go ahead, do you, player? Do you, player? You know, just what I'm don't be a toad. Yeah, just you know, whatever. Um, fucking. There's there are times where you might falsely romanticize a relationship, and it feels more like fairy tale and more like just magical. Yeah, like the burnt edges, the coffee. Yeah, rubbed on the you love know letter. It's sexy when a girl hits you up with, uh, "I wish you were here with me right now," and you're like, "I wish I was there with you too." Blah blah yeah. blah. But then you spend like a week together, and you're like, "Give me some fucking space." She's like, "I don't give a fuck about you and your small dick," you yeah. know? Like that doesn't. Ha- when you're away from each other, romantically talking, uh, you get you gas each other up. I know for a fact. I have gotten texts from a girl who's like, "I just I just wish I was with you," and I'm like, 
fucking doing like yard work and i'm like i'm thinking about you right now and i'm not i'm like fucking pulling weeds out from under my house and shit and she's probably in the grocery store she's like i'm laying in bed wishing we were together and she's like i need some bigger tampons these aren't the size i usually put in me and i'm fucking cleaning fucking bird shit off my deck and i'm like every night i just lay in bed and all i think of is you you just get into that vibe yeah i've had some semi-successful relationships when they lived hours away from me and you hours is see, the best. You only see each other like on the weekends or something, yeah. or every other weekend, because you would actually care. Like if a guy isn't cleaning up his house or his apartment or whatever be the case, and he isn't all smelling nice. And if you ever show up, ladies, I'm gonna tell you something right now. You know he's not checked in. If you drive like more than an hour away to see him and you haven't seen him all week, and he's just sitting on the couch like, hey, what up, hey, yeah. That means you've got some bad dick. You should probably go find some new because yeah. if he's not, like, greeting you outside and hugging you, spinning you around, like, fucking the the sound of music and shit, and you're not wearing, like, some fucking church, Sunday yeah. church dress, and there's daisies and shit and butterflies flying, then you're in the wrong situation because, like, guys quickly will lose that magical, like, romance you got to, like, keep alive. You gotta, it's like a plant. you got to fucking water it. you got to yeah. nurture it and shit gotta give it sunlight and too many of us including myself we've let relationships die because we're just like yeah whatever and that's kind of i think um biologically where the disconnect is between male and female is that a guy can have an urge for sex and and pleasure and once he gets it a lot of times that's why I, i feel women are trained they grow up knowing to like deprive the man of that because that's the prize and once they know that they've given it to them you know they know that they they lose a little power i feel yeah and, and then sometimes the women unjustly hold it over their head as like a bargaining chip like wow you want some of this pussy do you yeah well you better go out there and fucking do some gardening and mow the lawn or you ain't yeah. getting in this pussy well and that's like when when you know you guys like each other and you vibe with each other, it doesn't mean that you guys are like, like even fucking. It's just like when you know you vibe with a girl is when you guys are are sending each other messages and stuff like that daily that matter to each other. And I don't and this sounds dumb, but if you ever had a girl like every now and then, uh, you guys will send each other like dope ass memes and things like that, and you're like, okay, cool. It's not a it, it it's a long distance thing that not a relationship it's just like yeah me and this person are just still on the same level but when it's always like romance talking shit like that it's a lot of times it's just some dick jacking you know oh yeah i'm like yeah 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 what do you want me to do you want me yeah. to fucking come in you yeah yeah i'm like whoa and then you, you sober up the next day and you like read the text i talk like, more about creepy. coming in girls than i ever wanted oh do. i talk a big game i'm like yeah i'm gonna yeah. fucking come in i'm you. gonna come in your fucking mask right now and then i'm gonna rub it on your face and then and really i'm gonna catch some dome and then be like cool batman returns is on and if it's cool i'd like to finish this movie and then maybe sleep i immediately go to the shower i wash my fucking balls and dick i piss in the shower <laughs> i dry off i go that was fun. I'm hungry. You Fuck. called me something. Turn on History Channel. You called me something last week that I just been ringing in my head. I told you that right after I fuck, I'm instantly thinking about like leaving, and you called me a fuck burglar. 
Yeah, you're like, a, <laughs> you're like, oh, I got the pussy. I'm out of here. That is, that is stuck in my head. I'm like, I'm a fuck burglar. I'm like, got the pussy. Now I'm escaping the catwalk. Okay, so there's. This I'd girl. love to see a girl like lure you into her apartment one night and then just lock all the doors and hide the now keys. Now you just can't leave. I got, know? I got the Mike. I got the fuck burglar over here. What's the? <laughs> I called one eight hundred tips. What's the reward for the it's fuck like burglar? I'm the hamburglar, but it's just lube in my bag. Yeah. I know. I got. So there's this girl that I used to hook up with. And she just kind of moved away. But um, fucking bitch. Nah, uh, I love you, bitch. <laughs> no, this is the thing. I, I would come over and she'd be like, "I don't want us to fuck." I was like, "Okay." And I knew we would just chill and I'd have a good time chilling. And then she'd be like, "Let's go to the bed." And I was like, "All right." It was always late at night. It was after I left here a lot of times. Uh, and then we would get to the room. We like make out and we'd fuck. And then after we fuck, she would like pass out in my arms. And I would slide off the bed because my arm would be under her. Slide out Damn, from under her. Damn, little fucking David Copperfield yeah, burglar, yeah, pussy burglar. Straight up fucking and slide out, grab my shit close, and then I would I would just bounce, and then I would leave a text. Like, I sometimes would- A dust of diabetes, that's all they see, is just floating in yeah, the air, you're I'm gone. Like, and I always went back home, and I was always like, nice, get to go back to they my They wake bed. up to the sound of your car starting <laughs> from the second floor apartment. One time, I don't know if I said it on this podcast, one time- it was the first time I ever hooked up with her. I uh, I slipped out of the house at like four in the morning. This was the first time we ever hooked up. So I was like, you know what? I took a I took a, a piece of paper I found in the kitchen and I wrote a note. So here we are. Oh, I did you burn the edges? No, nah, I didn't have time for that. Rub some burning. coffee filters on it. But this is why I wrote the note. I was like, I had a really good time with you. I was like, thank you so much for spending time together. I was like, and this is the thing. I left at like four thirty, maybe five in the morning. And I wrote on the note, and I was like, I had to leave by 7.30 to get to work. And I was like, please, God, don't let this girl wake up before 7.30. (laughs) I was like, please, God. (laughs) She woke up, and she sent me a text. She was like, I loved that note. And I was like, I meant everything I said. There's been times where I've been drunk as fuck, and then I fucked a chick. And, you know, she was obviously hot because I don't fuck other people. You know, there's only room for one ugly person in the bed, and that's me. You know what I'm saying? Two uglies don't make a positive. You know what I mean? And, uh. I would like, you know, I would be hot and heavy about it, but then the next morning I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm good. Uh, and I want them to leave, but I'm not, I'm not ever, ever rude. And then they either wind up living, moving in, and then dating me or something. You know, like I, I feel that I wind up dating the girl that is convenient. Because Who, whoever guy, plays the long con with you, they're like, I'm not going anywhere. You're yeah, like, fuck. That's how I started dating Courtney. The goddamn COVID fucking nineteen got me, got me caught in a relationship because I was running through some puss. I mean, I, you know, I had a. a, a uh, a semi-successful relationship uh, a year ago or so, whatever. And yeah. then I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm moving on. And and then I was like, yeah, I ain't jumping in no fucking relationship. But she didn't aggravate me. She hung out the next day. And she, like, I mean, the property's big. She was still here, but I didn't see her. So she was, like, doing whatever the fuck she did. And, and uh, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. You didn't aggravate me. And I was, like, working all day, you know. She show back up at like a like a house cat like roaming the roaming the fucking alley and come out at night, come back home and you know never says no. Now she kicks and good in the to door, go. And twerks on your head and shows you the fashion over she bought. <laughs> yeah, now now here I am in a fucking relationship and it's it's kind of weird, but I've had a lot of relationships. And you guys didn't leave the house on a date or anything for like almost a year, bro. I think it was like eight months before I actually got into a car with her and left the property. <laughs> And I was like, she's the one. 
because <laughs> if I don't got to take this fucking girl to goddamn Olive Garden every night and wine and dine her popcorn shrimp, <laughs> Olive strawberry Garden. lemonade, I know that's she, she could be the one because, like, I've never even, I've never, she's never even asked me for $5. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, oh, you. I had this. I had a couple of people message me because I, I peeped some wisdom on my Instagram. I took a little screenshot of my Twitter, and I posted it as a as a, as a photo on my Instagram. And uh, it, a lot of guys, I had not a lot of guys, a couple of guys, like yeah, well, it's easy to get pussy when you live in a mansion. And true, I just, but also, I, I but I don't ever always respond to like hatred, and ignorance. But I, I had time for this, and I was like, motherfucker, let me tell you. My fucking fat ass, small dick, giant head, gargoyle teeth have been fucking hoes and slamming Cadillac doughs when I was living in garages and closets. Suck my dick, you miserable fuck. Because obviously whoever was hating was obviously a guy who's lonely as fucking checking his dick off right now crying. You know, listening to fucking Whitney Houston fucking <laughs> just toad. jerking it. Jesus Christ, I found out I'm a toad. Yeah, it's man, it's uh, it's it's like here's what's weird about society. They shame you for being a broke loser, but then when you get money, they shame you for oh, you're just rich, must be nice. Bro, they they root for the underdog. Make up your mind, motherfuckers. They only root for the underdog. So once you be, once you beat everything, you're out now. Yeah, it's like you played every level of the video game. You finally conquered it. Let let me like just Spend these next 40 years on the planet and just enjoy the fruits of my labor. It's, it's rocky, man. Rocky. And I, I've become, I have become the guy I resented as a younger man. Because when you're younger, you're like, damn, these 35-year-old dudes fucking buying these bitches cell phones and taking them out to Olive Garden, <laughs> popcorn, shrimp, shabby lemonade. And you're like, damn, you 30-plus-year-old men, I can't compete with you. And because you're over here, you can't even fucking feed yourself. You're making like a hundred dollars a week and shit, working forty hours a week at some bullshit restaurant. And what if it's Olive Garden you work at? Well, then you're then, halfway there. Yeah, you got the breadsticks. You, you, that's how you get a girl. You throw some breadsticks and some Alfredo sauce out your door. She, she just, she just come flying through your window. You won't even know what to do. That's what you need to do. Go to Olive Garden, throw some Alfredo shit. Are we shit, fucking rub- sponsored by Olive Garden now? This Listen, is the 19th time hey, you have said the words Olive Garden. Hey, don't don't fucking don't try to uh, break up my my fucking relationship I have with Olive Garden. I oh, love those motherfuckers. Olive Garden. I love whenever you say you're like we should go we should go somewhere nice like Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they got look at look at the brick the the fancy brick uh, mortar <laughs> outside and like Mike will dead face be like and and then I love one time we were all because Michael like man after. After a lot of uh, like members weekends, if we're all here, if we're all vibing still, Mike will be like, let me take you guys out to dinner. And he literally wants to take everybody who's still here out to and dinner. And there's always one or two people there. I'm like, yeah, they don't deserve this. Yeah, but they're kind of stuck. You're like, fuck. I'm like, oh, here. this fucking motherfucker didn't do shit. Yeah. It's, in fact, it's mostly normally a girl. Yeah. In fact, that's the last time we went to a big dinner like that that I can remember. That's when Mike had the shitting incident. But... Uh, the best part is that we uh, that's Mike, the don't you ever you, yeah. I know you do because you've yeah. done this before. You ever try to bless your homies or some friends? You take them out to eat and you t- pick up the tab, but then there's like that one or two people you're like, "Fuck those motherfuckers!" But you can't. You're, you're looking like, at I that, got everybody but those two. They on their own. You, you can't do that. Yeah, you looking at that motherfucker who ain't even invited here. You're like, "Are you boxing up another appetizer?" Oh no, we've had that. Yeah. I, I, I went and blessed some people out and. Um, I won't tell no names, but she was like, "Yeah, can we get it to go of this?" I'm like, "To go? Who the fuck you feeding? Like, what the fuck's going on here?" Who? Anyways, but I like that that when we were going out, uh, Mike was like, "You know, wherever you guys want to eat, wherever you guys want to eat." 
And everybody was like, uh, well, there's this place, this brewery place we want to go to. And Mike's like, yeah, that's cool. There's also Olive Garden. And everybody was like, yeah, no, no, no. Like, we'll, we'll do the brewery. The brewery. He's like, okay, because you know there's an Olive Garden. <laughs> I was like. The Olive Garden is the shit. <laughs> he just kept bringing up. Like, we were unaware of Red the Lobster, Olive Garden. Red Lobster, shout out to the Darden oh, restaurant. Red Lobster. Darden, cut the check, when, baby. When we were kids, we thought Red Lobster was fancy because we were stupid. Uh, but Red Lobster. Watch your fucking oh, no, blasphemous man. mouth. It's just Cheddar Bay biscuits, and that's it, man. You blasphemous motherfucker red lobster nobody's ever like ooh, red lobster that's where it's at there's like- some guy in the middle of fucking midwest america it's like yeah you ever been to red lobster i'm the guy that makes the fucking the the, the lobster biscuits my, job, got the lobster biscuit my job is to paint the lobsters red you know <laughs> fucking you know darden's headquarters is here is it it's in orlando man darden they have darden school over in uh like over by uh, Orange Blossom Trail, and I went and applied once when I was working in restaurants, like fucking twenty years ago, whatever, to uh, work for Darden in their in their hospitality school, and they had a whole department that was writing uh, writing copy for uh, like letters to go out to people, like, hey, I heard you came to Darden and had your blah blah blah, and so I interviewed for the the copy thing, and they had me write like ten letters to people. And the dude was, because I wrote really funny ass letters, and the dude was dying laughing. And he came out and he was like, I'm going to let you know something. He's like, I think this went over a lot of people's heads. He's like, because he's like, you're not going to move forward in the interview process. But the dude, and I remember his name was Lance, and I cannot remember what the rest of his name was. He goes, but I want to ask you a favor. He was like, would you sign one of these and let me keep it? He's like, because I love it. Because uh, my letters were like, they were just wild. They were like the kind of shit we would say. You know, I was like, you just went to Red Lobster. Holy expletive. Like, like mate wrote it out like it was expletives and stuff. And uh, it, 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 it was just wild. But uh, the dude told me, he was like, I've never had anyone come in here and make me laugh. And I was like, cool, but I'm not getting the job, right? So maybe maybe I should do the other things the other guys are doing, you know? I've had a situation like that before. That's a whole nother fucking story. Why yeah. not? Get on it now. Well, now I look at the timer. I'm like, do we have time? You have time. Don't be a slave to no, the it's, clock. It's, uh, it, no, no story you have should take up did I tell 36 you time? Six minutes, Mike. Did, did I tell you the time I, I I went and auditioned for a job that Mike Rowe was uh, also auditioning for? No, let me hear about this. So I went on to L.A. and uh, I was staying at Stebo's house. Next to the Olive Garden. <clears throat> I wish. Get your shit together, California. And uh, Ralphie, you were there. Remember? Remember? Because uh, I had uh, Knoxville's uh, taser and it was cold. And I remember after the audition. Cold? What was that like? Because I don't remember that. It anymore. was like, I don't know, it was like February. It was like cold for some reason. And I remember going into In N Out after the audition. Ooh, fancy. I fucking uh, reached into my pocket and I, f- I forgot the taser was there and it gets me. <laughs> And I scream. You tased like, yourself at In and Out Burger. Yeah, inside the inside the lobby, a full lobby. Let me get an animal, motherfucker! I go ah! I scream. Did the, did the heroin falcon almost land? But then oh! realized you were screaming and just yeah. flew off. <laughs> fucking the L.A. Watts, fucking L.A. fucking Watts, fucking heroin falcon, definitely probably fucking. <laughs> I was probably in there with Nipsey Hussle and shit. Didn't even know he was probably working the fry. The fucking, Watts, the Watts heroin falcon comes driving in an Impala and shit, just staring and just at shoot you. you. Yeah, <laughs> fucking uh. And I, I totally just scared. They literally thought I was robbing the place. Cause I, I was like, ah! and everyone like kind of like hit the deck and shit. You know, it's L.A. They, they know what's about to go down. Some crazy white person walks into a fast food restaurant trying to, motherfucker trying to eat. Me and me and me and Ralphie, Ralphie, security Ralphie, you've ever been to the uh, parties? He's been on a lot of ventures with me, uh, especially out there in L.A. Where I was like, remember the time I was in the Irish Twins as a uh, Chrysler 300 in the back seat. 
And we went we went to Loomis Falls. It's one of like Don't nice. lose me. We you you stun gunned yourself. There's micro that's way okay, better so than the Irish twins there was and the Chrysler three hundred. There was this show on Discovery Channel that they were doing and it was a um it was a fucking uh like it was um Mythbusters meets like Jackass. And and I was there towards the end, and I remember Schliz took me because he's the one that he was like Steve O's old roommate that li- wound up li- living with me. We drove fucking from LA to Florida, and he wound up living with me and managing me for a while in this shitty like DeLorean. It wasn't, it was a Z something, like one of those. Supra. A Supra? You sure? What is that what it called? I don't know, but we had all this shit piled up, and it was like cats and shit, and it was the same cats on cribs. And he used to talk shit. He's like, "Uh, this cat's more famous than you. It was on cribs," and uh, <laughs> I was like, "Fuck this cat." And I did. I didn't like that cat. I used to like. Uh, full disclosure. God rest. Uh, his name was Lucifer the cat. See, that was already a bad name. Fuck you. And uh, yeah, I did chase him around the house a couple times with a broom, and and yeah, because I don't really. I don't hurt cats. I just don't really like them that much unless they're nice. You know, this cat, just me and this cat have beef. Anyways, uh, you're living in the, or you're, you're, I'm in this, I'm in this fucking real deal like studio and I'm in this lobby with this guy that had a fucking, a voice from God. He's like, hello, how are you doing? And he was nice. And normally they're supposed to be like beef because you don't know if he's there auditioning for the same thing that you're auditioning for. Come to find out he was. He went in before me, and we were towards the end of the day. And uh, when he came out, he was all smiling. And like, there's two people. And there's like the director and like the producer, and <clears throat> they were like shaking and saying, "Thanks for coming out." Da-da. And no, I don't think anyone knew who this guy Mike Rowe was. He wasn't like the voice of Ford or yeah. He wasn't doing dirty jobs yet or anything. You no. know, he used to do QVC at the time too, man. I think I heard about that later. Yeah, because I didn't even realize it was him until years later, and until like. I was told, I was like, oh my God, you're right, it is him. Because he just had that, like, like aura, like this real... Mike Rowe <laughs> is a dope dude. Yeah, so know? I've heard good things about him. Yeah. So basically, uh, I was going You think there. about this, too. When they were deciding Ford needs a voice, how hard is that decision? Yeah. Because David Keefe uh, already does, like, all the Navy commercials and stuff like that, and that voice is great. Like, it, it, how... how how masculine do you have to be for them to be like, let me explain something to you. I think you're what a Ford would sound like if it could talk. So what my, my manager at the time, he was like, all right, here's the deal. This guy is like fucking obviously fucking handsome as fuck. You definitely don't look nothing like him. And he's well-spoken. Nothing like you. Uh, so either they're going to go for him or they're going to go for you uh, on this job. They're looking for a host. That was it was like I said like a MythBusters meets like Jackass type of show. Mike, I love you. I need you to read these lines. And uh, <laughs> specifically, I want to order some spaghetti. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> you throw the word oxygen, oxygen in there, ox, ox, whatever. You throw that shit guys, in there. I'm out. Guys, the the shuttle is having problems right now. I, I what do you need? Whatever you need. In Ten seconds, we can fix it for you. We just need some more. We need some oxygen. I can't understand Ox- what you're saying. O- oxygen. What's Ox- all over your Ox-ingen. face? Oxygen. Oxygen. We need Ox- some oxygen. Whatever. Oxygen. So let me uh, use it in a sentence. I go in you there. You can't second. fucking say the word oxygen, you child. <laughs> Perfect. I I, used, I had like seizures and shit. I, I, I was like eating phenobarbital until I was like five. <laughs> How can you say phenobarbital, but you can't say oxygen? My mom, my whole life, is like, hey, uh, 
have you been having any more seizures? I'm like, Mom, I'm like 25. No, I haven't had any seizures. Are you sure? I'm like, yeah. And I would, I would, I was, I was told that I was like literally pulled out of my mom's pussy with forceps, which is like giant medical tongs. What's up, Steven? And uh, <laughs> fucking <laughs> yeah. So and and you know, my mom's may or may not have been doing some drugs, and I definitely remember a speech therapist coming to the trailer a couple times. I think she was kind of cute, actually. But anyways, I seen some pictures. Whatever. She was um, like, Michael, just say the word oxygen. But later on, I grew up smart as fuck. You know what I'm saying? I had a 3.9 fucking uh, GPA, and I skipped seventh grade player. Since I did, my head was too big, I had to grow into my brain, the rest of my body, too. That's another why I don't look good skinny. My, I, look, I look like a giant bobblehead when I'm skinny. But anyways... Uh, I go in, I go into the I go into the room to do the read and they 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 have me like introduce myself da 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 and uh, being the overachiever that I was because I don't think Mike Rowe did this I brought a little reel Ooh. oh yeah I had a CD burnt like or I'm not sorry a, a DVD and it was like the best of worst stuff like stupid dumb shit that I did because we I knew what they were looking for they were looking for like uh, uh you know a Johnny Knoxville on a budget like yeah. They're looking for and a guy. And you knew Knoxville. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, I got fucking Johnny Knoxville taser in my fucking pocket. You know, I'm like, I'm sleeping on Steve-O's couch. Like, I got a little bit of it in. I knew that they were going to go for him or me. And uh, so I showed him this uh, this tape that you at the time I probably edited way too long. You know, there was probably a fucking Superman soundtrack and Hans Zimmer background and fucking all dramatic and shit. And then they played it. They had like one of those typical little, you know, TVs like, on the like roll cart. Like video days at school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like movie night. So I think it might have been flatter screen. It was like a flat screen, but it still had like a bubble. Sony Wega probably. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was probably heavy ass TV. Anyways, um, I fucking showed him that. And the one, one dude, I don't know if he was the director or producer. I don't know who he was on the production. He was smiling and chuckling the whole time. The other guy was disgusted <laughs> he didn't look at me no energy no vibe and i'm obviously what's I'm on a, the video you're showing him oh like i'm catching shit on fire i'm getting thrown like i'm jumping off i'm like just dumb stupid was there shit. any was there any poop in it um no i think i think uh schliz uh advised me not Talked to you put, off the edge on that one yeah because he was always like yo why do y'all gotta do this gay shit come on like he was me and art were always doing some very questionable suspect fucking extremely way too comfortable our sexuality video stuff definitely involves some penises and buttholes and uh that brings me to my next point so the one guy who said nothing did he i don't think he even introduced himself when i walked in the room he was like i don't know I mean, he must have been pulling from my grow i don't know but uh he he finally speaks and it was like the most awkwardest like four seconds after the video stopped he's like so, um, and he didn't look at me. He's looking down at this paper. It's like the paper I filled out. He's like looking at my stats. Like he's six three, fat, yeah, blue eyes, fucking da 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 da. He's reading my whatever. I don't know what it's called, but um, he uh, he was like, so what else? Uh, what else do you think you can show us? It shocks us. He was like kind of mocking me, and I don't know what overtook me. <laughs> Something in my head. Said, oh, yeah, you unimpressed motherfucker. I definitely don't have this gig. So what did I, what did I decide to do? I said, oh, yeah, I've also done some really dumb stuff to my body. And he doesn't even look up from the paper. He's like, oh, yeah, like what? And it was so awkward. But I was like, you know what? 
fuck it. I pulled my pants down and opened up my asshole <laughs> so wide that I might have slightly <laughs> tore it. And I was, I was like, hey, I got like two assholes. And the guy who was laughing was dying. He like started sitting up, kind of doing like a golf clap yeah. thing. It was kind of awkward. And I could smell my asshole <laughs> as I pulled it out. And he's like 15 feet from me. He's like, you never walk in a room when it's an awkward distance away, yeah. and you're like, oh, like look at me, I'm the dance monkey dance. And I said, yeah, I got, and I, I have, I'm totally doing like the Ace Ventura, like kind of talking yeah. with my ass, but I wasn't talking with it, and I have it spread open way too far. I can start to feel like the, you know, like when you get a finger cut between your web fingers, I can feel the tear opening up because I had jumped out of a tree. Like fifty feet up in the tree at a in Rock Springs here in Central Florida into like six inches of water, a cannonball, and I split my asshole open. I told us this story. And I was having ass periods for years. <laughs> and if I ever sat down wrong or wasn't like in a comfortable situation, I would walk around and I'd start feeling my ankle wet. And I looked down <laughs> and I already knew it was blood city everywhere. And my it was basically like the web of your finger, the top of my ass bone. Where the ass began and the, cr- and the and the back began, I had like severed it, and it, it never actually really healed until maybe like five years ago or so. Every now and then I'll feel like some water in my ass. I'm like, oh shit, is it back? I I, I kind of like sometimes get scared if it's ever come back. And then I just as I'm got my asshole wide open, I'm basically telling this guy to fuck off, and I know I don't got it. And I was actually really fucking hungry because I had waited for a while to do this audition. I. I decided to grab the the taser that I got from Knoxville and I jabbed myself in the fucking juggler. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, okay, thank you." And and the thing, I was still feeling the like the electric impulse in my throat as the guy was already dismissing me and I'm like, "Yeah, I definitely don't get this." And I walk out in the lobby and Schlitz like, "Yo, so how'd you do?" I was like, "Oh yeah, I fucking killed it." And I was like, "Yeah, we should get out of here." <laughs> And then I think the other guy was already like walking out the back door to get in his car. Were you in the car with us, Ralphie? Were you there? I think like oh, I think we had to drop Art off at like a, a Walgreens to get a drug test because we were we were going there. Was that the same time we did the Three Six Mafia music video? So what happened though? Did the other guy come out at all? The good um, one, the one who liked you? No, I don't think he did either. And I just you know he's still telling that story. Yeah, it he's was sitting there at a restaurant in L.A. He goes, "This fat fuck." Spreads his stank asshole over. He could have been James Cameron for all I knew. I have no idea who these people were. I do remember one being you're gonna like see British. That, you're going to see that scene in like one of the Avengers movies, and you're going to realize it's some famous ass director who was there. One guy was totally vibing me, and the other guy was not feeling it. I think one guy, I bet he wasn't even vibing you. He just knew how much this fucked with the other guy. And he was like, This is great. Oh, that, you're exactly. He's going right. to fucking hate this. Good. I, and I never got a call back mysteriously. What assholes. But I also never, uh, never heard of the show getting greenlit because I was on this like website it was like called like uh futon something critic it was some there was something the word futon and it was basically like the industries anytime a show got greenlit you would see like the network like, oh, they ordered another season and, and they yeah. would tell you every cable or every network they would tell you like what shows are coming out and then they would if you had a good like agent they'd tell you what they're looking for and apparently they weren't looking for a a big-headed large tooth guy with a fucking gnarly butthole wound <laughs> 
and a shitty highlight reel of him doing dumb shit. A 30-minute highlight reel with no <laughs> audio except for Hans Zimmer playing the score from Gladiator over and over and Glorious. over. Glorious. Glorious. Isn't it? I, I got an email. I get an email like every two or three years. I got two of them. Please never show up to Warner Brothers Studio again. <laughs> uh, eight, um... I don't, it's NBC or a, I think it's NBC. America's Got Talent, and every time they send me the email, I've gotten it twice. I'm like, "What the fuck? Why are they sending this shit to me? Is it? I, I think it's spam." And then I go Google like the guy, the casting director. I'm like, "Oh shit, this guy is like on IMDb and shit. Like the fuck?" And then I go so, and I'm over here like back when I was younger, I'd be like celebrating like the wins before they actually happen. Like. Yeah, guys, I'm totally going to be on TV. I got this thing, you know. AGT hit me up. I don't know if I got time. I'll see if I go. I don't know. I don't know. And, uh, yeah, we went through this whole, like, process, and the the song I wanted to use, uh, I guess they couldn't clear it because that, that's one of the – that's one of the – I found out now that, like, a lot of these, like, talent shows, and I'm glad I didn't ever do any of them, but um, I found out that they – don't really care if you're talented. Mm-mm. They want more of the story. It's about the story. Uh, a couple of my buddies who are comics have uh, talked about how they audition. Uh, my buddy Devin had talked about he went to America's Got Talent, and there's one line that says, what's your act? And then there's two pages about have you have any drama in your life or anything. <laughs> and he was telling the guy, he was like, he's like, oh, I don't know. And the guy was like, yeah, man, to be honest. He's like, you know, the big thing is that uh, – you know they want to they want to know that you have like a a sad story. You know they want a sad story about. It. So I've seen guys that I know that are on America's Got Talent who have really trumped up their stories. I got a homeboy who was like molested. I yeah every every six months I got molested. A, a, a great comic from Orlando was talking about how he was homeless and we all joke about. It. We we're like, no, you were living in your car. Because you didn't like your roommate. <laughs> That's not homeless. <laughs> like, if there's an option for a home, you're not homeless. You're living in your car. <clears throat> yeah. Did you, um... What was I talking about before you made me tell that story? Oh, Mike. Who knows? Yeah, it... it, it if it ever mattered, it didn't matter today. Okay? <laughs> this is the one-year anniversary of our show, and we want to, um... Well, we would have brought cake, but um, we're all well. We shouldn't be eating it. We should have. We should have had like a one year. We should have brought the party. stripper cake out and had 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 guests just pop out of the cake all day. Yeah, it's like oh surprise! It's uh, it's this ghost of your past of every story ooh. you've never finished, Mike. Ghost of Scally Pass. <laughs> it's all the stories you got distracted and never finished. What do you What do you feel like? Uh, you've been doing this for a year. What do you hope the audience has gained in this year from listening to this? That's a good question, Miguel. I, I hope that uh, from the last year, we, we I hope that, uh, and I'm speaking on behalf of both of us, I hope that we've entertained y'all, and we hope that we've given you some type of escape from your day-to-day life, whatever it be, shitty or amazing. We hope we've enhanced it. Yeah. And uh, I think of all the things we've done, I think this is the one, the one thing that, I've never heard anything negative about. Even when, I, and y'all know by now that I'm very hard on myself and yeah. and the show. Either I'm like high on life, like fucking like, oh my God, it was amazing. Drunk as fuck in the pool to like 8 a.m. Because like sometimes I'll be up to like 8, 9 a.m. Yeah. just reflecting on how good the vibe was, you know, because I'm just a fucking creature of vibe, you know? And then when it's bad, I'm fucking hard on myself. I'm yeah. like, fuck. And I'm like, poor Chris, he's normally the last to leave. Um, and he's like, yeah, man. 
and he never rushes me. He's yeah. just like, yeah, man. Either Chris is really, really bored and lonely, or he's got really good patience with me. At like, he's just three, always tired. So he's like, whatever. Yeah, I'm asleep right now anyway, Mike. I think when he came the first, he came here for Halloween to get the to come here just to shoot, and I think I was so drunk that I like fell asleep talking to him <laughs> in the office, and then every time I hear the chair move, like he was getting to leave, I was like. Yeah, so anyways, uh, yeah. And I was probably talking in circles and shit, like just drunk as fuck, tired. I miss when you used to fall asleep in the pool and I wake know. up mid-conversation. Because it's just, he would only wake up because he's about to drown. He'd be in the pool, and then his head would leave, and then he would look at you. You had not been talking to him the whole time, and he would be like, we can do it. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, those those were, uh, every, every now and then you can catch me still, like, all right, I've been up for a couple days, I should go to sleep. What's, uh, let me tell you this, guys, I know we're talking about something, uh, to the crew right here, what's your favorite thing you've seen Mike do when he sleep? I'll start. I've watched him swipe right in his sleep. In his goddamn yeah. sleep. He has the phone in his hand, asleep, head down, he's like, <sighs> And you're just watching his thumb constantly swipe. Like a lizard. Steven, what's something you've seen Mike do when he sleeps? Just be on his phone in general is hilarious. Any of the things. He'll be asleep but scrolling. Yeah, just scrolling through. Chris, have you seen him do anything wild when he sleeps? Um, the only major thing, he was on the computer looking at a video or some shit, talking, and then just faded out in the middle of watching a video. <laughs> Every now and then I give up the ghost. Ralphie, you've, you've known him longest, man. What's, what's a funny Mike falling asleep for you? I used to have another one. I used to have another one. Besides buying guns in his sleep, which was hilarious. I told, I told, did we talk about how I bought a silencer? I didn't even know. No. Oh, that's yo. Tell him that. I bought a. I, well, how long was it? Two years ago, Ralphie. So I guess two years ago, I bought a silencer for one of my uh, weapons, and it's been at this gun shop, <laughs> fucking for two years, and I didn't even fucking know. <laughs> I, I I don't. I think I spent like six hundred bucks or something on it. And uh, I don't even know what it looks like. Or that was a sleep purchase. You know I that. I definitely don't remember that. Yeah, that was so definitely somewhere a sleep in purchase. Lake County. There is a silencer with my name on it that I have not picked up yet. Sleep purchases were great, uh, and they're sad and tragic. But sleep purchases are the reason. Like sometimes me and Michael go back in a bill, and we're like, "What have we been paying for two years?" And they're like, "Yeah." You bought uh, you bought somebody uh, an account for making beats on some shit. And you're I, like, I know that one of the scummy pieces of shits that has worked for me definitely got a lot of Ubers uh, in my name. Yeah, because I was at one point like, well, it's it, you ever see a mysterious charge in your card, and you're like, man, I ain't trying to cancel this card because I know the deal. I can fight it, but they're gonna cancel the card. And it's and, a low one. It's like nineteen bucks. Yeah, it's so like fuck. just enough where you're like, all right, fuck. Yeah, and. We just, how long was it? You think like six months ago? Six months, it was January where we did the whole thing where we went yeah, through. Six, seven like, months yeah. ago, we canceled the card that there was probably a couple thousand dollars a I month. I did it. I did it. It was $1,800 a month. Oh, okay. Almost dead on. $1,800 a month. Was that we had no idea where these fucking charges come from. So basically, someone was committing fraud. Yeah. And there was also things we were signed up for that we didn't need anymore. Yeah. Like Steven had one that he got rid of us for us. There's like 400 bucks a month, you know? That was something that was signed up for us that we didn't need. It was like a server thing for the web, you know? Yeah. So the moral story is if you're fat and dying of sleep apnea and you're not a MBA in business and you're broke your whole life and you and you finally get to actually make some money, um maybe just just save it until you get your health right so you can like take charge of your life and not let drunken midgets and fucking crazy strippers ruin 
Like when we were first, hundreds like, and thousands of dollars flying out the window. You don't even know what's going on. It's a it's a true life MC Hammer story. Yeah. When we were first talking to you about taxes, like you had zero experience with taxes. I was like, hold on, hold on. So they're gonna like what? You gotta like pay this shit? So guys, one of Mike's arguments was, why do I have to pay taxes on money I've already spent? He was like, no, but I spent that money. And we're it's like, gone. yeah, but you got it. He's I owe like, you, bitch. Yeah, but I spent it. it. <laughs> yeah, I saw the meme. And it was like uh, a conversation meme. It was like you and the government. And it was like the government saying to me, hey, you owe us money for taxes. And then it says what I say, how much? The government says, I don't know. You tell us. And then I go, I don't know. How do I find out? They go, figure it out. And then, the gov- and then, and then I say, well, what if I get it wrong? And then the government says, you go to jail. <laughs> it's like. Sometimes it's almost like they bluff you in the same. Hmm. So, how much do you think you owe us? It's almost like a. It's like a game show. Yeah. And it's it's like a car dealership. They're like, well, what can you afford? You know, there's a lot of times we'll touch on a subject of something, and I don't want to even even touch it because I can't touch it without it turning into like a fucking four hour Mike, conversation. that's called the podcast. Yeah, I know, okay. but you know what? You keep watching these goddamn digital clocks, Miguel, and shorten me of my goddamn four minutes. I hate this fucking clock. It just yeah. I stare at it now. Yeah, well it's it entrances me. I know we got less than twenty minutes to keep it going strong and I, that's what I plan on doing. Ooh, a little less. It's thirteen minutes play All right, whatever. I know I know mathematician player. <laughs> no, I um I take this from doing this podcast for a year. One of the things that I'm most proud of is is receiving all the messages from everybody listening to the reviews where people are like, oh, my God, uh, I thought just like that. Or you guys are basically people are listening to the thoughts that I mean, we're not we're not we're not we're not changing the world here, guys, but we are changing a day or two for somebody. Yeah, and that's sure. important. You know, it is very, very uplifting that you might think you're like we're blessing you, but you're actually blessing us because. Yeah. In a way, this is definitely my therapy and just talking about shit. Because sometimes when I'm drunk as fuck and Miguel leaves and, and Chris is trying to leave and then Doug's trying to leave, I'm like, no, no, let's do this and let's go move this. And poor poop boys. like, But I, I, I think about, like, man, we're leaving a digital legacy behind that will more than likely outlive us. Yeah. And hopefully... It's almost like when you see those parents that leave like a, a video message to their kids because they know that you know they're not going to be of age to understand what happened and who they were. And that's a weird thing um, that I always have to endure every day, especially with social media. A lot of people have like an opinion of me and they think they know. But uh, if I was to talk about myself... Uh, I would say that I'm definitely I I personally believe that I'm extremely misunderstood, and that my tensions and and uh, my actions definitely get blurred. And and I think some people don't necessarily see my true heart and what I what I want to do in this world. Because I I know I can't I'm no one to live forever, but I definitely do want to leave something behind that will. And that's what's kind of cool about this podcast, because in this moment of my life, this year, in this crazy world we're living in now, these are the opinions and the stories, the life I lived. And they they say, I forget the exact numbers, but it's some crazy trillions upon trillions out of one that that you even 
are even like born into into life and the fact that i am obsessed with like just telling my story god bless all the people who have ever came here on a late night and caught me in a good mood and i just started talking because i could talk we all know that and there's something beautiful about when a human is communicating and you genuinely feel that energy and that connection and sometimes you don't even have to even say it but you're like wow me fucking too and like me and you talk about our fathers yeah or growing up and the the, the very coincidental situations we found ourselves in but yeah. not even knowing we were yeah. there in time because if places. you guys haven't been listening me and mike <laughs> were in a lot of places and we're talking 30 years ago we were in a lot of places and at we, the same time it's the same exact era. same time we, same we literally time. might have played with each other yeah we, we're pretty sure because we were at hopefully with clothes on getting weird we were, hopefully it wasn't at the fish camp we were oh, uh show me that dick we'd get a chain marker bar we were uh we were at a place called short state we talked about it before the podcast but we were at a place called short state in south carolina uh, at the same time it's like a military we, family hangout yeah, campground mwr shit. and we know that we were there at the exact same years we've already figured that out but we also were a part of the exact same holiday games of manhunt because we've talked yep. about it on like a memorial day weekend or a labor day weekend we know we were at short state at the exact same memorial and labor day weekends and we both remember those games of like a hundred years kid. from meeting each other yeah and a hundred kid manhunt games where would be a hundred kids out there playing manhunt and we were part of those so 30 years before me and military Mike, family kids yeah. are like the sun goes down they're like all right get the fuck out let's they're yeah. gonna be doing bad stuff let like them play drunk and they don't care so we know that we know that when we were like 10 11 12 ish years old <clears throat> we were at the same place at the exact same time playing in the exact manhunt game and we would not meet each other for 20 years <laughs> later after that and that's crazy and, and what's so crazy about all this is that, like, all we have is our, our life to live and, and our story and, and whatever your legacy, whatever you leave behind. And some people definitely leave an impact that lives beyond them. And some people, you know, I've been to funerals where people, like, I, the moment they left the funeral home, they're like, yo, I'm fucking starving. Let's get out of here. Oh, yeah. And they might mention Bob's name or Jill's yeah. name. And I feel like maybe I'm just obsessed with it, but I I hope that people think about me um and and what i've done with my ridiculous life and hopefully i've <clears throat> hopefully i've brought some type of uh joy or happiness even if it wasn't like even if you never got to come here for whatever stupid reason maybe you kept you know 150 dollar fucking spirit airline ticket from living your life because it sounds very simplistic but a lot of us do that i know yeah. i've done it the the, the simplest barrier you lean on as a crutch and you're like well i could never do that because well i can never get the time off or 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 you're in a relationship with somebody they won't let you go just you know hang out with this one friend or yeah. go do whatever or maybe you know you got too many responsibilities and you know you just ain't this is weird man this life is kind of like it's based on where you are and what time in life. I mean, I, I do feel on i do i deep inside still am in that romantic homo that i once was there's something to be said about being in a certain time in a certain place when something or someone comes along and uh, you never know in what sh what shape or form it's going to come. You know, we see all the time that, you know, you could go outside and get hit by a fucking car or, or die in your sleep. And there's so many ways you could go out 
and you, we none of us really know what the fuck all this shit is we have assumptions and a lot of us believe fucking way more than we probably should of what they think it is or some people dedicate their entire life to trying to convince complete strangers who don't really give a fuck you know you think of all the people who have done amazing great things this hopefully um these several shows we've done in this last year hopefully they will uh maybe one of you will listen to them and maybe i'm talking to you from the past maybe maybe i'm talking to the future maybe one of you uh will listen to this and it'll, it'll brighten your day or you relate to it because when people message you and me and they're like bro i never met another soul that knew about blah 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 i always thought the same thing oh my god it's so crazy Ru- fucking uh fucking uh what's the fucking rabbit uh, jessica rabbit jessica rabbit she gave me boners too if you didn't get a boner from jessica rabbit or lola bunny fuck you liar yeah it's it's a fuck you and we we don't worry about the political correctness or the cancel culture we don't worry about that because we don't give a fuck i just don't want to lie to you guys yeah and we want we want to be brutally honest with you and we want to tell our stories yeah. and we want to entertain you guys and Can you guys give us a chance to say things we never had a chance to say because it, we didn't think about saying it. It's just been thoughts in our heads, but not something we want to say. So being being able to do this podcast gives us moments to be able to say, man, I want to discuss this with other people, even though this has been something I've kept inside. And it's not always deep. It's just sometimes it's something we've never been able to express. Oh, don't worry. They words. know it's definitely not always deep if they heard it from me. Yeah, listen, man. <laughs> It, it, it's important though that you guys really understand that um as much as we do this for you we really appreciate what you do for us and that's giving us an ear that's willing to listen being a part of this reacting to it i mean i i run into people all the time that tell me oh man i love the podcast and mike knows i always quiz them i'm like if you know the podcast tell me something about the podcast and uh and, and people i tell you this girl hit me up one time and she was like i love the podcast and i was like what do you love about the podcast and she was like mike wants to fuck a bear and you want to fuck a whale i said we don't want to we would yes uh, correction or, people, or like i said i was at my cousin's wedding and his buddy was like you're miguel from the mike Busey show i was like yeah he's like i listen to your podcast I was like if you listen to the podcast tell me something he goes saturn dick and i was like you listen to the podcast you miguel, know? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make a confession to you i've yeah. been holding this in for a little bit and i never told you this but uh, uh a couple weeks ago i was listening to your snap or your instagram f- yeah. feed or whatever and uh You've been doing comedy for a while, and, yeah. and you've traveled the whole country, and you've 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 opened up for fucking some of the biggest comics in the game. But something uh, I heard recently that tickled me fucking pink that when you did that show at Margaritaville, I I listened to it like four times to make sure that's what I heard, and I heard the the whole intro like you you've you've seen him on this and you've seen him on that and i had to listen and said you've heard him on the mike Busey podcast yeah dude i always that, that fucking in the brought intro. joy to my heart and knowing that like i love when the followers see you out in some bumfuck town in wisconsin yeah. at a fucking long john silvers <laughs> and, and they come out. up to you and they're like yo yeah or they just you don't even even if you don't want to talk to us 
Just yell something out Dude, so we know. Dude, a lot of people, if they don't remember my name or anything, they just go, Mike Busey, when they see me. <laughs> if I just hear someone in the mall go, Coco, yeah. I'm like, yeah, he knows. When I was, in, when I was, in, I was in the time I was in Wisconsin, we were in that big mall, and my buddy Devin's got a huge following. He does all this teacher comedy. So he has millions of oh, teachers. Oh, that's a good story. Yeah, and he was just talking about how, yeah, man, you know, we're going to be doing the show, and a lot of people are going to be coming up to me. Everybody knows me. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're just walking in like the mall of America, and all of a sudden, this dude from like three rows up is like, yo. And I just look up. He's like, Mike Busey. And he's like, come up, come up. And I was like, yeah, Devin, everybody knows you. you yeah. Know? <laughs> That's why, like, sometimes it definitely gives me anxiety at times, especially when I'm sober and I'm with a bunch of drunken assholes. Yeah. And if someone's, like, really, really wasted and they're like, yeah. And it's like, all right, hold on. Just come to me gentle, yeah. like, a, like a gentle squirrel in the wild. Put your nuts out slowly, and I will reach for them. But let me earn, let me gain your trust. Let me know that you're not going to hurt Everybody, me. Shh, he's Quiet. coming towards the nuts. He's coming towards the nuts. So okay. if you see me, unless I'm drunk as shit, which is definitely a possibility, then you can do whatever you want. But um, if you are a one-eyed pirate, and I'm in the bathroom of a local <laughs> fucking shithole bar... And you come up to me putting your camera phone with the flash on and you're in my face. While you're pissing. I'm like, hey, uh, how's... But I'm still like, hey, how's it going? I'm just like, ah. I'm taking pictures of dudes in stalls and shit. Yeah, bro. Let me tell you this business idea I got. Stay there. Put your dick away. That's weird. Yeah, like, uh, you know, fucking... uh, I I love when y'all recognize me or when I'm in a place... Because sometimes I think about it, like we'll pull up somewhere, like we'll go to DNV or something, and I'm like, man, someone in here might know me, and they're going to be like, holy fuck, he's real. Yeah. There he is. There he is. There's that fat piece put of nut- shit. Put your nuts out. And his sleeveless out. Hawaiian shirt. Go ahead, put him out. Oh my God, it's not a costume. Oh my God. Those teeth are bigger in real life. And normally they're like, God damn, you're like tall. Like, yeah. A lot of people don't know I'm like 6'3. Hey, because it tries to say you five foot nine on that bullshit internet. Oh, don't believe the internet, baby. That mm-hmm. shit's that's that internet shit will lead you down the wrong path, player. That's a that's a that's a slippery slope. <laughs> and and then or they're like, yo, you're actually really cool. Like, I thought you were gonna be a real dickhead. And it's always like a guy will say that. Yeah. Or like I was at one of my buddies' house over the week, or last week, and and there was this drunk older lady. She's like, bruh, bruh. I'm like, ah, oh. and I hear she's like uh, offended by who she thinks I am. Like, oh, you're the crazy yeah, guy. Yeah. All right, go ahead, turn that clock off, guys. So we don't want to distract them. Keep looking, man. It's um, fine. You up, know. up. There's two hours. All right, cliffhanger. No. Um, no. <laughs> so, uh, oh, Miguel, you were gracious with this one year anniversary <laughs> episode. You were gracious, King. I'm learning how to do the add ten second button here. So Give us more pores, my lord. Every time you, every time you turn away, you're like. Damn, three minutes have passed? Oh, he does have the remote. Hey, note to self, don't let him hold the remote. <laughs> um, I love it when y'all come up to me or him or when I see one of the homies get get some love. Like, oh, yeah. I've seen you. That shit means so much. And we don't want to be like any regular podcast that – I mean, I gave out my goddamn phone number. I mean, yeah. like someone before we, before we sat down, someone texted me, said, yo, is this Mike? And I, and he and I'm gonna I'm just gonna fucking call him right. I'm gonna Facetime him. I'm, I don't know who it is. I hope it's his not, iPhone. It says poor? Facetime. We're gonna see. Holy fucking shit! Yeah. Hey, motherfucker. What's your name? I'm Shane. Am I live on the podcast? You're in the podcast, yeah, Shane. You were live, Shane. Oh my fucking god, dude! I've been following you back since you wrecked your bus. 
Hey, then I'm glad I fucking called you, and I'm glad you know that shit's real. You got my number from the podcast, I'm assuming? Yeah, I, I've been going back in Spotify just watching all the old ones. I yeah. fucking I love it. Well, get, Shane, you're on the one-year you're on the one year anniversary episode of the podcast. Yeah. Hey, listen, man. You, uh, I, I, I didn't even. I have no idea who you are. I saw. I got a text, and w- normally when I get texts like that, I'm assuming it's someone who got the number from the podcast. This is really my fucking phone number. I gave it out, and I'm like, you know what? Let's just see if this motherfucker uh, picks up. And I'm, and I actually Facetime you. I was gonna call you. Where do you, where do you work at? Where do you live? Uh, I'm a robotic maintenance man for Honda. I'm out of Ohio. Oh, you got them Robux for the low, low. Shane, have you ever made a sex robot? I actually, kind of a funny story. I actually got you one of your maids a couple years back. You fucked one of our maids? Which one? Uh, Was it the dude? Fucker, I, I dated. She was my first girlfriend in high school. Katie, she used to fuck Tim Pro. I don't know. I, I, that's the one with the horses, right? Oh yeah, horse maid. You got all that robot money, player. You've been been uh, been getting. Down. I bet you that's when you stopped following us no, too. You're no, like, you no, fucking my girl. I love her. I started broke like you. Hey oh, man, yeah. I love it, brother. Coming from the South Side of Chicago. When are you gonna come hang out over here, bro? When are you gonna come to Members Weekend? I'm hoping the end of August, maybe September. I got some PTO bets out. Come over here, man. Bring a robot. We'll bring, we'll trade you some robot for some real pussy. <laughs> Shit, man. You got it, man. You want you want you gotta be like, yeah. How do you program this robot to love? <laughs> hey, man. Seriously, thank you for following us. If you've following us since the bus accident, you don't seen the the rise, the fall, and the get up back again yeah, and fucking I, make it happen. I appreciate it. I've had my ups and downs, and finally I'm in a place where I can afford to keep the membership rolling. So Thank Fuck you, my yeah, man. man. You know what we're going to do? We're going to fucking send you uh, a shirt. I'm going to hand you over to Steven. Someone's going to take your uh, address down and shit. I actually do this. Message uh, message, uh, message my, you. My Instagram. Yeah. Message my Instagram, your shirt size. And your address and all that shit, and we're gonna fucking send you something. And if you have any pictures of, of your girl before Tim Pro bottomed it out, <laughs> are you work? Are you working right now on robots and shit? Yeah. Right now he's not paying attention. I'm Six. To, I got all my shit done for the night, so I'm just kind of riding around. Six defective robots have just passed by the line. One of them's eyes are blinking. Must destroy a human. He's like, that's good, man. I'm on the phone with Mike Busey. This is great, man. <laughs> hey, man, I love it, bro. Thank you so fucking much. Uh, and yeah, I'm just glad you weren't some like psychotic boyfriend that was calling me for some other <laughs> shit. I'm, I, just, I got lucky. I got lucky. That was really lucky. Yeah, that almost looked like I planned it. I didn't plan this. That, that's just—it's so like when you guys talk about that shit, like my younger days, like that—that—that uh, that, that really speaks to me because like I've dealt with it, and it's just like. Wow! Finally, someone that doesn't make me feel like just a fucking animal that just wants well, to fuck. Tim, I'm gonna tell you this too, man. J- just because you you got you got Mike's number from the podcast, right? Yeah. We're gonna go ahead and give your number out on the podcast, and everybody just hit Tim up. <laughs> yeah. In, in case in case you thought this was a joke, you can you can uh, contact him at yeah. area code. Nine three seven four one eight six seven eight two. And if you're hot, let him know that yo he. Yeah, I don't need no dick pics. No dick pics. But no you dick just, pics. You just ask for it by name though, brother. Yeah, you, and if you're a hot chick who's into robotics, it's like Beetlejuice. Uh, you say dick pics three times, they show up. Yeah. If you're a hot chick into robotics, hit him up. I don't 
know if there is one, but hey, if you are hey, that one. But thank you, man. I gotta I gotta go because Miguel is getting ready to spontaneously combust. Woo! Five minutes past. Five the, minutes look, past. We got this, a seven minute commercial. We got this brand new clock over here. Oh. Here, here here's uh, we got the whole team over here. Thank you, man. And I'm glad you weren't some psycho dude. Uh, yeah. Boyfriend. Go ahead, screenshot, screenshot right now. It, go man. ahead, go ahead. Oh shit! Oh, he fucked it up. All that robot yeah. penis. Jane, <laughs> why are you cheating on me with a cute man? All right, brother. Well, thank you, man. Hey, we love you, brother. Thank you for the support. Come on out to Members Week. Hey, Shane, when you come out here to Members Week and you hit Mike up ahead of time, you say you're coming out. I'm gonna make sure you get extra taken care of. Okay. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. Come on, man. Come through. Go that robot money. You can afford it. You deserve it. Yeah, we're going to introduce you to Lizette, bro. Yeah, guaranteed blowjob. Yeah, man. Not I mean, from a machine. Yeah. But technically, she is a machine. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good night. Be safe. Hey, you too. Thanks, brother. Later, bro. That All right, if you too want a shout out on Mike Views, you send five hundred dollars up to our cash. Hey, that was a hundred great percent real. I'll show you the text. It yeah. happened. The text happened at twelve thirty one today. He goes, and this is all they said. Yo, is this Mike? And he used the emoji of uh, the sunglasses smiling. To put that in perspective to you guys, it's like three something in the morning right now. But yeah. twelve earlier. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the best part was I was expecting you to answer. You're like, hey, what's up? Like, Mike, please help me. I'm trying. Blah blah blah. I'm outside the gate. The gate won't open. That was definitely a roulette phone call. Yeah. It's like anyone could have picked up or not even picked up. And the fact that he picked up not only uh, I FaceTime, and an he's accident. got a good job, and he's a member. I wasn't trying to FaceTime. Yeah. I was trying to just call him to see, you know. And I'm I'm glad that worked out. That was a that was like when I called I got, Robert. I got I a little was, nervous though that he was gonna be like, "Oh, I'm actually not a member." I'd be like, "You motherfucker! You ruined this. We gave you the fucking line. Stick to the script, motherfucker." Hey, so ladies, real quick, man. Uh, if you're looking for love, we got members who are making robots for Honda. That's got to be a good job. Oh, he's making 100k a year, easy, easy, easy. So I'm telling you this: what? This Maybe not no more. I mean, the entire assembly line probably just fucking. It's probably him, him and nothing but robots. Yeah. But here's this, Scallies. Uh, next time you're about to fuck a lawn boy, yeah. How about you fuck a robot maker? Yeah, that that's where it's at. I, if I was in a fucking dude, he's gonna be working making robots. Yeah. Especially he's working that late night shift. You know, mm-hmm. he's making that bread. Third shift bread. Yep, the robot penis bread fucking right about now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Uh, but listen, that kind of just completely mysteriously. Myst- myst- Oxygen? Yes. Muschetti. <laughs> just tied into everything we say, man. That we keep it 100%. We want to talk to you. We want to meet you, take a picture with you. We want to fuck with you. We want to have you that. We want to give you your moment. And we're fucking so grateful for all those who listen and, and that financially support this. And uh, thanks to my staff. Steven, Chris, and 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 uh, the rest of these guys, fucking, I don't know what I'm thanking them for, but uh, not particular to the podcast. Yeah. But they listen. Ralph, did you listen? All right. Huh? Episode three. So Episode you're, oh, you're working your way up. So, the, hey, I'm from the future. Yeah. There's going to be a guy. I need you to take the almanac and put it all on the robot penis. <laughs> Bet the farm on it, McGat- uh, Ralphie. Doug, thank you for everything you do here. And I know you listen. Sean, Pooh Boy, thank you for everything. Thank you all listening out there. We really appreciate this. Oh, listen, support. Miguel, he's trying to say goodbye. Oh, I'm going to wrap it up. I can't ever say goodbye. Oh, one quick thing, though. If you oh, guys, oh, if you guys oh, are, oh, you guys oh. are in the Central Florida area, we're going to be at Johnny's Filling Station the 31st of July. We're going to be hanging out with our homeboys, Tom and Dan, and that crew. We are judging a mechanical shark riding contest. And then later on Which that I've night. Which I've never heard of. Yeah. But- 
you know. And then we're taking the bus out, and later on that night, we're going to go see Struggle over at... Uh, Struggle uh, Will's, Jennings? Yeah, Struggle Jennings at Will's Pub. So you guys want to come out and kick it? Uh, let me be clear. We're not buying you shit. Yeah. But come kick it with us. Yeah, we'd and, love to and see we're it. Al- we also well, appreciate if you don't try to be a toad. Yeah, don't toad. Bring some girls. We don't, care how, ug- we don't care how ugly she is. No. I mean, you know, so fucking... I mean, these guys don't. I mean, I, I mean... We, we just want to see you and touch you and feel you. Come on out, guys. So Johnny's filling station. Uh, July 31st. Downtown uh, 6 Orlando. PM, downtown Orlando. And then afterwards that night, Will's Pub to see Struggle Jennings. Yep. And uh, tomorrow, hopefully, uh, for the July video drops. For the July video drops. It's fire. And it's literally fire. Like, people are butt-ass naked getting caught on fire. It's great. I love it. There's a lot of sex. There's some romance. There's some comedy. There's, some, there's another As the Sasha's Turn episode. And uh, it's it's fucking it's fire. I ain't gonna lie. I, I'm still waiting to find somebody who makes better content than us. And uh, I may or may not go into uh, uh, Miami this weekend to Maybe. Rolling Loud. Can't really say or or deny if I am or not. I don't really know. Kind of just letting the feather blow in the wind. And uh, um, if anyone has a, what's what's the fucking AC unit we're looking for? Is there, if there's an AC a mini split, we need a mini split. If if you will drive from Indiana or Connecticut or wherever the fuck, if you live in Central Florida, we need a mini split. I don't know what that does. I don't know what it is. I am drenched in sweat. All right, guys. Well, on behalf of myself and Mike Busey, shout out to this new guys. timer. Miguel hates it. He's gonna hide the remote and be like, I don't know where the remote went. <laughs> Fucking, we love you guys. Thank you guys. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, guys. One fucking year. What do you fucking know? Love you guys. Love you. See you next week. Later.